Associate. Welcome back, one and all, to another episode of Nerds, the podcast featuring me, Mace Windu, <laughs> Harlem World. And <laughs> a dollar sign E Windu. And a dollar sign E Windu. <laughs> What's going on, everybody? I'm Justin954, uh, here alongside everybody's favorite uncle, Aaron, Jean-Claude Van Damme, visiting Caving Viking, Jimmy's John, and fuck, I didn't make up a new one. The cameraman with the plan, Nathan's camera. Hey. <laughs> and today we uh, come up with the thing. And today we have a guest. I'm back. It's I'm Seth. Back. It's Seth Myers from Mr. Myers. Late Night TV Royalty. Mr. Or... Myers. <laughs> from oh, I never put that together. Yeah. Wait, really? We say it all the yeah, time. That's why he says that. <laughs> oh, I had no idea. I thought he was just doing like a funny, like suburban voice. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, we're back. We've got one of our favorite people who we've met in person. I've hugged this man yes. and yeah. he's hugged me back. Totally yes, not begrudgingly. I didn't force him. I didn't stand with my arms out and go, eh? I consented to the hug. It was you, you initiated. But I consented. That's was, right. You know, somebody's okay. got to initiate, right? It's true. It's true. It was good seeing all of you. The only one I didn't see was Nathan. So yeah. Uh, yeah. he's newly back in the podcast now. Maybe Although, next no, year. I believe I did record with you before in like a nerd porn. I think before y'all changed. I think you oh, guessed yeah. it. So, yeah. Actually, if we go to, what was it called? C3PO? What was it called? <laughs> <laughs> no, CEO. CEO. If we go yeah. next yeah. year, Nate, you should come. That was really fun. Yeah, it was fun. Nice. It's a fighting game tournament, and the hypest shit of the entire thing was fucking Smash. People were going absolutely. Oh, you're right, because Nate plays Smash. Yeah. People were going absolute bonkers for it. <laughs> My son is playing hardcore Smash right now, and like he's finally got to the point where he kicked my ass in Smash Bros. Damn! The like, cause all he does is watch like YouTube videos of like tech and like learning combos and shit. Now he's like little fucking me, man. But he's just <laughs> playing Smash Bros. He's like, Dad, let's play. He's like, I want to fight you, and I'm like, uh, okay. And then I'm just like, oh shit, yeah. If he got there, I don't play Damn. Smash. Well, I don't know. It's been so, years since I've played Smash. So we don't I don't play Smash, but uh we started doing this thing in Discord. Like I'll sit in game, but uh my buddy Dren will pull up Smash and stream it on there and we all pick fighters and do it set it to do a tournament and let the computer play them through. Oh, that's fine. And we just pick that's our yeah, funny. we just pick our fighter and then, you know, see who wins. And uh we did. We got through two because uh, it takes a while because we watch all the fights. But uh, yeah, Cloud won the first tournament and Seth Roth won the second. <laughs> I, uh, so, I, gave the most, I gave my son the most trouble with Seth Roth. So uh, he, yeah, I, that's who I picked and won with him. <laughs> yeah, if I so I keep playing. I don't think my son knows how to deal with Seth Roth's range too well just yet. Yeah, because of that sword, and so uh, mm -hmm. I've been able to kind of trip him up with that. But my main back in like. 
what was the GameCube one? Was it Melee? Melee, Whichever one. yeah, Melee. yeah. Was, uh, I think it was Dr. Mario. I uh, yeah, played the 64 version. Mario. Yeah, Damn. I played the 64. Well, um, but yeah, I don't really play Smash that much. When the Ultimate came out, I played a little. Um, but it was, me and my son's been all day on that shit. I, he's got Street Fighter and shit. I said we can play those. He's like, I I can't do those. I was like, Yeah, I didn't think so. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I thought, you little bitch. <laughs> Damn. Yeah, man. Well, who wants to do their week first? Fuck yeah, it's, it's ban. Well, also, yeah, we got like movies and stuff. We saw Saw and Creator and uh, Castlevania came out. Oh, um, I think I saw, I think, um, James, you said uh, Gen V. Yeah, I didn't watch all of it yet, but I did get the first episode. Uh, okay, I'll just keep it on my week. <coughs> all right, uh, I'll go. Let's see. I got some record stuff. So that album I keep talking about by the band Shining, the album is called Shining. Swedish uh, uh, depressive suicidal black metal band, really good band. Listen to it. So I'm wondering, where the fuck's my record, man? And I realized, you know, like I wanted to buy directly from them. So I looked them up, looked up their Swedish store, and I ordered it from them. And it was very, it was expensive. It sucks, you know? It was like 40 euros, and I think maybe another 40, 45 euros for shipping. So that's expensive. It's like 90 bucks or some shit. And I'm like, man, where is it? I'm looking online. And then I noticed they had a U.S. store, and I could have paid 35 bucks and like $7 shipping. So I'm a little bit annoyed at that, but it's fine. I made a mistake. The Can't band wasn't shining. Yeah, so that kind of sucks that I um, overpaid. And it sucks because I wouldn't mind if overpaying if they were getting the money, but that's just overpaying for bullshit shipping and being in a situation where, holy fuck, where's my record? Did it get lost? Because sometimes things get lost when you ship them across the planet. Um, so I'm in that kind of limbo. But on a good record note, something told me to stop at the record store. I don't know why. And I found thrice. Artist in the Ambulance Revisited. So that, so Artist in the Ambulance is like, I know I say this about a lot of albums, but there's a lot of really good music out there. Artist in the Ambulance by Thrice is like a perfect album. Like, I, I know this is what I always say, but for what it is, like that style and that type, I don't, I don't even know what to call it, post-hardcore, but it's like a it's little more catchy. Yeah. That album is so fucking good, and it's like still a little heavier. Like I like Vasu a little more, but like Artist in the Ambulance was like my first real Thrice album, and it's so important, it's so awesome, and it's so raw, and it's got a lot of heavy parts, and it's really good. So they did what like a lot of <coughs> shit happens when you get older, you chill the fuck out, kind of. And I think like what two years ago or a year ago they released Artist in the Ambulance Revisited, where they went back and like twenty years later like re-recorded the whole album. And I like I kind of like it, like. In Flames did that with um oh, I didn't Playman realize it was re like redone. I thought it was just like oh, a re-release, you know, like No. No, ah. dude. They re-recorded the entire album and cuz they said that as they as they played it live throughout the years, the songs as often happens with bands, after you're playing the same song for fucking 10 years, it starts to evolve live and become a little bit different. So you know how like they got thrice got real kind of spacey mm -hmm. and real like kind of artistic as opposed to just like yes so they started doing some of so so it's basically artists in the ambulance with a little bit of that kind of ambient kind of vagueness to it so i haven't heard the whole thing yet um and i don't know how i feel totally on it because it's definitely not as aggressive and mm -hmm. and like kind of raw 
but it's got this they did they did the incubus thing where like they mature you know so that's kind of a more chill version of the album kind of but not really it's very similar still songs are still the same it's interesting definitely i would definitely give it a shot so i'll listen to it on my spotify for show yeah for sure um and it'll be a cool thing. Just take your favorite song, listen to the OG, and then listen to the new version mm-hmm. and see the differences and stuff. So that's cool. It's a really nice record. It was very fairly priced. It was 24 bucks on like a beautiful crystal clear wax. Uh, it's awesome. I really like it. It's a good record. Fuck yeah, dude. Um, Sick. It's Who funny. Else? When I was um, in, I want to say high school, I might have just graduated when that album came out. Um I had a friend who I had just found them and was like hype on them, you know, because I was just getting out of my like punk, uh, you know, I don't know, phase, you know, like my punk yeah. early. I was into my early emo days, you know, like I was finding new music. And so I found Thrice and my friend was like, this is butt rock, dude. This is like dad no. rock. This is now that's what I call music. And I was no like, way. what are you talking about? And he just thought the like <laughs> his, that Dustin's voice was too like. I don't know, Poppy. I don't really know what you would... I don't know. He was... He's got a really nice voice. Dude, his voice is amazing. Sounds good. And live, let me tell you something. Those guys, yeah. fuck. Like, Dustin Kensryu or yeah. something like that. That motherfucker can sing. Like, Yeah, dude. They're a great, great band. Um, yeah, I think I found them off of like a mix CD. I think I got, I had Blood Clots and Black Holes on a... I heard that shit and I was like, what the fuck is that, dude? <laughs> and I just went and bought it and it was like... I used to, that was like, while I was in college, I was like a freshman in college when I got that album. Maybe not when it came out, but when I got around to it, it was like 2003 or four, four probably. And, and that friend, by the way, loved, uh, he was big into Alien Ant Farm. Oh, get the fuck out <laughs> of here. And uh, Finch <laughs> at the time. Finch, what it is to burn was like his shit, dude. Yeah. But yeah, anyways, yeah. So Thrice is good. Check out Artists in the Ambulance. Uh, that's a good album. Um, so... Two movies that I haven't seen, but I think I'm to watch. So I'm going to upgrade my sh- my Prime to Shudder because I noticed it has this movie that I've been meaning to watch called Possession, 1981 Possession. Have you ever, anyone oh, ever seen it? Oh, the one that, yeah, they, they keep showing it on um, TikTok, I think, or whatever. Like It's the oh. legendary shot of her in the tunnel. Yeah, and running like, down the tunnel, like screaming. And yeah. there's, like, there's like blood and ooze pouring out of her at one point. It's a really crazy shot. And she's just possessed, like demonically possessed. But I think it's... Probably I'm I'm assuming it's like an art film. It's like a foreign art film and it's gonna it's, be about like madness instead or like Yeah, mania. it's supposed to be really good. I've never watched it. I have Shudder though. I've given you my prime. Just log in and use Yeah, it. but I mean I'm a grown up. That's true. It's only five yeah. bucks if you have prime. <laughs> exactly. I like I, I wanna give them their five bucks. I want but, my bro, I think prime. about canceling I also, it literally every day. I also don't yeah, want you to uh, I don't... starring Sam Neill from Jurassic yeah. Park. Yes, mm-hmm. yes, I love yeah, Sam Neill. It's really weird. It's real I'm weird. I'm yeah. stoked. Fuck it's about a, a toxic relationship and then uh, like demonic alien type of possession is kind of involved. Ooh, don't tell me anymore. That sounds amazing. Yeah, I got I got this small synopsis of it. It says that, that she's Whoa. having some affair. Uh, the And it's got a line here, the man who cuckolded him. Oh, shit. Eating. Yeah, so, <laughs> so there's some shit like that going hey, on. I guess bro. So- I just like the description has the term cuckolding, so that's great. <laughs> I really appreciate that. Uh, but yeah, I'm gonna none give of it's watch. none of it's really explained though, so it's yeah. just like 
this happened and the end. Okay. And then she runs down the hallway and wiggles around and does weird shit. <laughs> Sweet. So I'll watch that. Um, and then someone told me to watch The Piano Teacher, but they said it's a really, really horrific movie. Um. Yes. Yes. She said that it would make me... She's like, when you watch it, it's going to make you feel really bad. Yeah. Damn. Okay. <laughs> yes, yeah, I don't know. Don't tell me anything. One. It's a weird Okay, one. good. So I think I'm going to do like a weird double feature at some point this week. Maybe one like a comedy before that. <laughs> yeah, uh, no. Oh boy. <laughs> um and then and then the last thing I was just going to uh video game wise I've been playing Armored Core and shit and whatever and you know games are cool. I've been playing video games. They're great. Played some Baldur's Gate. It's cool. Uh, I did want to give a shout out to a game called Thunder Ray. I saw, I found this game years ago on Steam, and I was waiting for it to come out, and it never came out. And I just noticed it came out. It's basically Punch Out, but you, it's really cool. So look it up, Thunder Ray. It's cheap. It's like fifteen bucks. I think it's on sale if you have Plus or or Xbox Gold. It's like a couple percent off, uh, and it's cool. It's Punch Out. It's dope. It's awesome. And the only thing is, I'm just worried. It's October, so it's game season, and it starts this Thursday with Assassin's Creed. But I'm really, really having a hard time because with Assassin's Creed, I just found out, one, we know it was a cheaper game. It's not a full-ass game. This literally was just the last DLC for Valhalla. They just saved it. Mm-hmm. By, oh, he was shit. supposed to have his own. <laughs> so this is just a retooled D- DLC. So this is going to be, I'm sure it's going to look great because Valhalla looks great, but this is just Valhalla. But yeah, but Boston? that's kind of what they've been saying is going to happen, though, because they're starting to they're wanting to tie everything together into one big yeah. world. So, but so it makes the, sense. Here's my only issue: is leveling is there is no more like leveling. Your character strength and abilities is now tied to story progression. Hmm. So you don't level. You don't. And I'm just like, dude, I like to, I like to find a spot in the story, stop, and then go hang out in the world and do side quests, level up, get strong as fuck, and that's not. In this game, you can't do that. So I'm kind that of that means like, all the enemies are probably gonna scale and not be based like higher level based on area, but by your level, they're just gonna yeah. scale with you. Yeah, so that's I kind of like going into worried. difficult areas and having that challenge sometimes. You know? Yeah, I was gonna say yeah. it kind of puts a damper there in challenge runs too, right? Because the further you go, you just get stronger because it's tied to story. You you can't. Right. Like, do a challenge run of just level one, go through the whole thing. <laughs> yeah. Like I know for sure I'm going to play it because I really like Assassin's Creed games, but I, if I could just hold back is what it is because I want to give people, I want to be able to like, I, I didn't want, I wanted to go in blind, but I realized like, don't go in blind on this dog. You might go ahead and it's cheaper. So it's only 60 for the deluxe edition. So it's not too bad, but like, I don't want to jump in and then be bummed and still not even play it for a month or two because you know, for sure it's going to be on a Black Friday sale for 35 bucks, for sure. Ubisoft puts these games out every year in October, and every year, a month and a half later for Black Friday, they're fucking 30% off. So I'm going to try to hold off, because in two weeks is Lords of the Fallen. That one, I yeah. think, that's a for sure day one I'm going in. And the other day I saw like fucking 10 seconds of somebody in a witch doctor outfit, like fighting two other guys and throwing the fireballs at them and rolling out of shit. And that shit looked cool, man. Like it didn't look like it was reinventing the wheel, but it looked like it was handling souls like combat pretty damn well with some casting. And it wasn't just sword and board, which let's face it, I'll probably sword and board. But I mean, 
it looked pretty cool, and I'm looking forward to that. So what I'm trying to do this week is not buy Assassin's Creed uh, and hold out for Lords of the Fallen, but that's it for me. Come to Twitch on Saturday and watch me play Assassin's <coughs> Creed. Um, all right, I will go next then. I beat Baldur's Gate 3 this weekend, which yeah. I almost uninstalled the game, so uh, don't cheer too hard. <laughs> I got so mad at the last fight um, that, like, I was just like, I don't want to to do whatever this is. <laughs> like, I don't want to fucking waste my time, you know? Like, it was... It was like when, you know when you get to the end of Elden Ring or what you think is the end and then you're just in the giant area and everything is way too hard and you're just sad and <laughs> yeah, it was that. And I was just like, I don't want to, I don't want to do this. Like, but then I looked online and everyone was like, if you just use one person and use invisibility on them and then run to this thing, which is the thing you need to click, like you, you will be able to get it. You know, because it, it's like you click this one thing and then it takes you to the next area, which is the last boss type shit. Um, but before that is like a literal army attacking you. And shit is like there's like artillery fire happening that's exploding and you're walking on shit. Sorry, that if you get hit by the artillery, it knocks you off and kills you. And right before that, I permanently lost a character uh, out of my party uh, because I did something they didn't like. It was oh, like yeah. a forced thing. And uh, so then I was past what they call the point of no return. You know, they tell you like, hey, if you go past here, bro, hey, man, you, hey, you ain't going to be able to come back. So I was past that point and I couldn't get another person. And I was I tried like four times to just straight up fight my way through this because I thought like got to get into this castle and then you'll fucking, you know, get to the next part. That's like the boss fight. No, no, sir. So. <laughs> I turned it to easy. <laughs> I uh, went through the shit on easy, no shame and in that. I don't feel bad uh, about it. Yeah, my buddy, my buddy Brian was like, "Easy, dude, really? Oh my god!" And I'm like, "Yeah, you can't, um, you can't add like so. If let's say I, a, a James, or someone wanted to jump in on with you, can you go multiplayer?" Even though you started your own campaign, yeah. uh, we just play as the characters you found along the way, or can you yes. bring in your so, own character into that? I believe what you have to do is you start the game and you invite people and you have to assign them their characters and then they'll be who you assign them. If you let okay. them come in, they'll create a guy and then it fucks you up because then they're stuck in your party forever and they're like these weird random created characters and it's... It's a dangerous yeah, that's gamble. Yeah, that's what me and my brother did. He created a character in my game, so we have our own. But like, I couldn't come into your game with my personal character. No, I'd have to no. use one of your characters in yeah. the world. Mm -hmm. Okay, yep. uh, that's cool. I was just curious. I, that's what I thought. I just wasn't sure. The unfortunate thing there being that I couldn't bring another character in, so you would just it would just be you, me, and uh, yeah. you know the other two people, yeah. the other person. It's not but game so i mean it's not like it'd make any difference it's all about chance and strategy yeah i did it though i went through and i got the best fucking ending for me and my homegirl carlac who is who i romanced um yeah. i think yeah. i'm doing the same i just she, found dude, it she's my favorite because anytime it's her turn in combat and you click her she goes 
fuck yes. <laughs> and it's yeah. so good. It's so fucking good. Yeah, um, she, she was saying that when I was just talking to her. Yeah. Like, yeah, I just, I, and that's where I'm at. I just found her. Yeah, and, and so she, romancing her is great because she's genuinely just excited to have someone to care about. Like, because she lived in hell forever and was forced to fight yeah. and whatever. So, like, she's just happy to be here, man. And the ending I got was great. Uh, I know that there are sad endings for everybody. Like, I'll, I mean, spoilers for Baldur's Gate 3. And you guys, this isn't that big of a spoiler, but if you keep Asterion alive, you know, because there's ways to kill him and, you know, you might have to kill any character in the game, obviously, right? If you keep yeah. him alive and you get to the end, it's like Dawn's, you know, Dawn on a new day. And then. Obviously, you win by getting rid of your tadpoles. Well, that's what's keeping him, like, immune to the sun. And all of a sudden, he's like, oh, my God. And he has to, like, fucking yeah. run. Yeah. 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 Okay. That's really good. I've I've oh, kept him fun. around a bit. I was using him. I even let him bite me once. To, me too. Uh, going. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I'm kind of kicking him to the curb. And I think I'm going with Carla. I started messing around with some other characters. I see a lot of a lot of things I see online. People seem to like Shadowheart, but I hate a, her as a companion. A, like yeah. <laughs> I like her as a character. The second I'm in combat, she's fucking useless. Like for me, everyone uses really? her as a buffer, but I don't feel like I need to buff very often. I mean, I do turn shit to easy, I guess, when I'm like five tries yeah. in. Yeah, I would say that is pretty helpful to get her to buff and help with better roles and, and certain shit. Just the way you you and also as a healer too. That's like. For us, that's come in handy when I've been playing with my brother. Like, there was a fight we did in the Goblin Slayer or whatever that, like, fuck, dude. Everybody in the team died at least once. Yeah. And we, we came back and we, like, fucking pulled that fight out of our... Like, I don't know how we fucking did that and we fucking cleared it. But it helped having someone like that to heal and buff and all that shit. So Yeah. Pick up. I, I always rolled Lazel as my two-handed fighter. With great mm. weapon mastery and a giant pole arm. Actually, it was a halberd. It's a chaos halberd you get that heals her every time she attacks. Uh, and then full heavy armor. Karlak as my barbarian with a two-handed fuck-off sword, axe, or pole arm. It just depended. Or mace, depending on what I was fighting. And then me as a fighter who was a dual hand crossbow trick shot fighter or whatever. Like I, I did four hits every time I did anything. And then Asterion as my lock picker, and I also made him rogue fighter mm -hmm. and made him a battlemaster fighter that focused on range as well. And he used hand crossbows, bruh. He would fucking explode people in one hit. Like he would do <laughs> two hits and they'd explode. It was amazing. Damn. Yeah, Asterion's the shit, but it just depends on your builds, you know. Yeah. And then I got two people from Baldur's Gate One, I guess. You, uh, you know, whatever. There's characters or classic characters. One of them I really wanted to use because you don't get him till Act Three, and yeah. then by then I was like, "Nah, all my homies, me and my homies already <laughs> squatted yeah. up," you know. Um, well, it's yeah. nice that you can easily just kind of level them up to par, though, if you wanted to. It's just about getting them whatever mm -hmm. equipment. Yeah. They need. I mean, the monk is what I'm using. Monk is like a dope. Yeah, his dexterity is like way out this world. Now I think I got it like maxed at twenty. I think it's like the max mm -hmm. cap, right? Yeah. And yeah. like he's just dodging everything, and and he's got the one hit and go in for like the barehanded hit, and like he fucking wrecks shot. Like well, dude, yeah. Act good. three, you get a bunch of fucking. 
things for monks specifically, and I was so sad. I found two pairs of gloves that add damage, like pretty good damage to your baseline melee uh, unarmed attacks. And I was like, I just want to be a a, a monk now, you know, like I just want to punch everything. But by then, you know, by then I was already my guy, you know, it was me and my boys. But yeah, I will say it would have been a 10 out of 10 for me, bugs and all, because there are, you know, there's a healthy amount of like little goofy bugs and like weird little glitches you'll see. But that last fight took mm-hmm. took me down a took me down a point. Eh, half a point. It's probably a nine and a half. It is my mm-hmm. game of the year still, but it was tough there for a second to to like force myself through. Mm-hmm. I did do like 70 hours on this playthrough. So I think I was just fatigued too because it's long. Uh, yeah. And it is good. Act two, the ending of act two, you're like, fuck, that could have been the end of a whole game. Like it's no so shit. good. Yeah. Um, How close was I to the end of act one? Oh, you're that... not close at all. Oh, wow. So I got last night. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, actually, if you might be pretty close now that I think about it. Act one's pretty short comparatively. Two is deep. There's like multiple paths you can go. Um, and then three yeah, is my brother insane. told me we're going to the under underground or whatever. And he said it's kind of a big area if you go down that way to get to these uh towers, mm-hmm. whatever the towers are called. So like the moon we're rise, yeah. That, yeah, the moon that, that's where I'm at right now. We went sidetrack and got Carl Carlac, but um yeah. So yeah, act two, you can do the mountain pass or moonrise or or the underdark. I would go both. I would do I did Underdark first, then I went and did Mountain Pass because that's where you could do the Githyanki whole thing for Lazelle and you see her camp of people or whatever. Um yeah, yeah so I, I did that both ways. All because right. I wanted the XP. By the by the beginning of Act Three I was max level. Like because I did everything. Oh, I have shit. a I'm gonna go back and redo the end because I have a way to do there's two kind of major there's a major choice there's two ways you can do the end um or it's like two people you can side with basically and i sided first with my protector that i made um the next time i'm gonna do the other side and instead of do a whole playthrough i'm gonna just do that ending but yeah i'm just hyped that me and carlac fucking live in hell together forever (laughs) basically i mean you'll know it's that's not a super spoiler like there's a whole thing with her where kind of she's bound to have to live in hell or die, basically. Huh. Yeah. Uh, that's cool. I'd be interested to see that. I'm going at a snail's pace. I just played yeah. it in the brother, but, you know. Eh. Listen, so, so I, I tear through games. James always makes fun of me. because I. What happens is I get <laughs> hyper-focused. Like, if I'm playing something, it's all I do, you know? Oh, I, I do that, too, but... A lot of games, I, I will do that. I'll tear through it. Um, but with this one, because I'm playing it with my brother, I'm kind of just exclusively only playing it when he's yeah. good. And then we just playing the campaign together. So that's why I'm I'm going at a slower pace. But like, <laughs> I get hooked on something. I kind of run through the fences. Like, yeah. I still see a stars. But I'm actually at the end doing side quests, and I have stopped, gotten distracted with other things that I need to go back to. But I need to play that too. And then the new Trails games already announced to come out next year, and I haven't even started Cold Steel Four. I have Hajimari uh, next, or Trails into Reverie, whatever they call it. Um, so it's 
it's a problem but that game is so big like i know it's gonna be so much work trails of cold steel 4 i just don't know if i can do it right now um <laughs> but Baldur's Gate 3 was amazing i loved it um i do so i did turn a couple fights to easy just because like I knew this is a game I'm going to play through multiple times and I wanted to have like just a kind of sh more stress-free, enjoyable playthrough. So there's some major fights that I could do that I'll definitely do again on a harder difficulty. But I was also obsessed with Liza P. So uh, Baldur's Gate became kind of my like comfort game where I'm like, ah, this is nice. Like I'm not, it's not the hardest thing ever. Because it is hard if you're playing on Tactician for sure. And if you're, you know, in some of the major fights later, even on normal, it's like really hard. So, um, mm. but going into that, I did play Liza P some more. I'm pretty far in, um, and man, it's still really good. I did rage the other <laughs> night, but you know, what's a <laughs> Souls game if I don't rage? They, there's one thing in in all these games that is guaranteed to piss me off, and it's enemies that have unlimited stamina. If you do that. I'm going to get mad like where I'm rolling and trying to get out and, you know, like screaming for my life. And they're just like, attack, 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 attack. And you're like, what the fuck? And like, yeah, this game relies heavily on like the perfect parry. And bro, you can perfect parry like five attacks and then they'll switch up in another one in mid combo. And then you're stuck in place and you're fucked. Like there's times where you get like, um, what's stun locked, you know, like where you're just trying to get away you run out of stamina and then it's like attack 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 and even if you're trying to parry it doesn't work but that's a me problem you know what i mean <laughs> yeah like i recognize i could do better at that so um but it's really good and i'm really enjoying it so i still highly recommend it i still think it's if Baldur's gate didn't come out and like breath of the wild hadn't come out this is like a heavy contender for Tears of the kingdom sorry tears of the kingdom a heavy contender for fucking game of the year. Like pretty easy. Um, yeah, it's so good. It's, it's pretty remarkable considering this is like a <laughs> Korean studio. That's not made any other games, you know? Yeah. They've, they brought in a lot of fixes and James and I talk about this a lot. There's a lot of stuff that they do better than most souls games because souls games kind of rely on the, you know, the same thing over and over again like the same style of game. Like they yeah. do a lot of shit that you're like, damn, I wish souls games would do this. Um, yeah. They definitely it, mix all the Souls styles of games too. Like you definitely yeah. get bloodborne Sekiro and like regular ass souls. Yeah. I think and you can kind of play it. It's not like Sekiro where you're locked into a style either. You can, you can really play it how you want. The moments that are getting me are the Sekiro moments too. <laughs> That's really my problem is when I hit the moments that's like, be better. I'm like, fuck you. Because <laughs> that's where I start raging is like, I yeah. can feel that I could have blocked something better, you know? Right, I wanna, right, I want right. to blame the game, but I know it's me. I do a lot of uh, consumables, though, because they're great to inflict some status effects, which help you stop enemies, you know, stop bosses from being able to attack as much or heal as much. Like, it does help, but man. Hmm. It's it's pretty brutal sometimes. It's like a jungle nice. sometimes. It makes me wonder, you know. I look forward to playing it, but I don't know if I'm gonna get to it even this year. Maybe this year. It's real good. Like, yeah, man. you're really missing out. You're not doing yourself. I any believe favors, you. No. Oh no, I believe yeah, you. I know it's really played, good. 
I actually like the fact that you like bought Boulder's Gate, but you're like questioning buying this upsets me. <laughs> well, the thing is, is I know that Lies of P is really good. I just know that it's there. Like I can trust that it's True. there. And we know this is your kind of game. And we told you Boulder's Gate 3 was <laughs> yeah. not. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> That's why it's bugging me. <laughs> I know. I don't know. I guess I was trying to expand and- my horizons and I wanted to like, try Baldur's Gate and it is cool and I was playing it again the other day it is cool but well, it's going to take funny me like forever to beat it because you're like yeah I don't know I've just got so many games and you're like let me play the one that takes 70 to 80 hours <laughs> to get through rather than the 10 hour lies of media uh, but yeah true. We, all, we all know we, we're all game we'll, we'll see all... lies of uh, shadow whatever land of shadow land what is it called lords of the fallen is yeah. gonna you know that's my <laughs> That'll be my lies of Pete, hopefully, man. I mean, it's, it's like kind of like stereotypically, it's probably going to be like a 65, 70, but hopefully not. Hopefully it's better it than that. It looks good, but I cannot imagine it's better than Liza P. Liza P is... No. It can't be, no. This is no. unbelievably it's, better than even I expected. <laughs> yeah, it is remarkable. Well, a lot of people have said... Liza P is the best Souls like so far. They're like all the un, uh, the yeah. non FromSoft games. Hundred. This is the best percent. one so far. Yeah, that's crazy. It sets yes. the bar. Yes. I would say it goes this, then maybe. <laughs> Wait, and here I am excited for the sequel to the worst <laughs> of all FromSoft wannabes. God, I'm such a fucking idiot. Of course, I hate me too, guys. It's okay. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> something the, tells me man i'm watching the videos and i'm like man something just feels bootleg about this oh, game but yeah. it lo- but it looks so cool and uh, again uh, i'm i'm falling to the same shit i'm like but the designs are cool they're like sleeker now but i'm trust <laughs> i'm trusting it i'm just trusting yeah, that it's yeah you're ignoring like the game that absolutely is better in every way oh that's not even on my radar right now man like honestly, that Lords of the Fallen. Yeah. I'm going with Liza P soon. I'm kind of taken with Mortal Kombat, and I, you know, I want to finish Sea of Stars, and I'm balancing Baldur's. There's a lot of great games. <laughs> well, I will say for you, uh, Seth. Unfortunately, so far I have not found a single fist weapon. Yeah, it's fine. But the coolest there are daggers, but. That's the fucking it. coolest shit in this game is the weapon fucking customization. Dude, it's yeah, so it's good. so dope. <laughs> you can make any weapon fight the way you want it to fight. You know what I mean? It's you can take a dex handle and make a a, a great sword like blade. Yep, dex dexterous. <laughs> it's mm. it's just so cool. It's you can nice. like if you like the slashes of like a balanced sword, you can take it put it on like a bigger blade or an axe or a spearhead, whatever well, that you want. That sounds crazy. Use it that way. Dude, yeah. It's... And you get the attack that the handle has, not whatever the blade had. Oh man. Yeah. That sounds really cool. Yep. It yeah, really is. <laughs> so good. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe we'll see. Cause I, I, I have room to grow and adapt because I'm thinking maybe what I do is cause same thing with Lords of the Fallen, bro. You know, that shit's going to be on a sale for black Friday. And it's fucking ninety dollars. Oh, that's really? Really? holy shit! Well, because it's, it's a seventy, it's a seventy dollar yeah. game, and I'm gonna get the deluxe because I want the oh, I want yeah. the extra shit. Like I want my game to be complete. Um, so it's like, hmm, 
I Have could you just Liza P yet. No, I could just I could just get Liza P instead, <laughs> and I could You're just setting me a lot right now. <laughs> oh, it's because I missed because <laughs> I missed the pre-order bonus, so I'm upset. But I'll probably do. Uh, you know what? Maybe I will. I'm gonna think about it. And what I'll do is I'm gonna watch one of those twenty-something minute gameplay videos of Lords of the Fallen tonight. And if it doesn't convince me, then maybe I'll maybe I'll just do Liza P next, and I'll hold off on the two games that I know are gonna go on deep sales next month. There you go. That like I know I don't need right away. Um, I don't know. <laughs> Other than that, I, also, I watched. I, oh, oh, sorry, good. No, I was just going to say really quick. Also, I played Cyberpunk, the update. It's great. Everybody Hell who yeah. has Cyberpunk, I go back wait. and play it again. It's cool. Thumbs up. It's great. My yeah, brother, I'll ahead. be diving into that next. <laughs> I can't, I cannot wait to go back into that world. <laughs> Hell yeah. Dude. Just start from scratch again. That's what I did. I, yeah, I don't. I need to play play it and try to get through it. I just. I actually listened to uh, Cyberpunk Spotify lists today while I was working Man. for a little bit this morning. <laughs> yeah, good music. Yeah. Um, yeah, I need to I need to go in and play it. I just I realized I just don't think I like like the cyberpunk kind of theme, you know? Like I yeah. didn't like uh Blade Runner 20 whatever 67 or whatever the fuck. Um, 49 2049. I thought that movie sucked dick. <laughs> and like I'm alone <laughs> I on that island. Yet. I remember people getting really mad at me cuz I was like this movie sucks. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like but it I looks so good it. i'm like looking good doesn't does not a good film make you know like that ugh. living in the past bro it does i mean in fairness to blade runner 20 xdx um it does look really cool it's just fucking boring and didn't really go anywhere doesn't and like you could tell they wanted you to be like whoa dude like what but he's dude? handsome what dude he's a fucking robot dude that's crazy it's like i don't fucking care like this isn't the first blade runner also sucks like <laughs> people want to hype that no, movie, movie fucking blows dude <laughs> i oh watched it i watched it and i was like what the fuck me and me and ian former guest ian, oh my god of uh china number one fame uh dude we watched it and we were both like wait that's the movie everybody <laughs> hypes. It was fucking terrible. Uh, so it's all just atmosphere then. It's just atmosphere and 100%. shots. Hundred percent. Movie sucks. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it was also visually fucking cool as shit, right? You're like, hell yeah. And then but the, the movie turtle happens. scene. Yeah. The, the the turtle scene was great. The the opening scene with the guy getting interrogated and tears and rain and the girl doing the flips and the fight with the girl being a dog. <laughs> you know what has a better turtle scene? Is uh, <laughs> Holmes and Watson with John C. Riley and fucking Will Ferrell. The beginning of that movie, Sherlock Holmes has a turtle at school and someone says, this dog fucking sucks and throws <laughs> it. Uh, anyways, I also watched uh, the first five episodes of Nocturne, the new Castlevania series, and it's great. I'm really enjoying it. Very cool. Yeah, Nana. <laughs> yeah, Nana. Nana Pratt said it was a two-piece and a Coke or whatever, but... <laughs> but um, he didn't like the voice acting, which, I mean, that's... he Like I, like I was telling him, you watch a lot of dubs. I don't really watch dubs because I'm a fucking weeb, so <laughs> it's subs or bust for me. I don't play. I don't play that nonsense. I don't think um, Nana does a lot of dubs either. Yeah, he does subs. Oh, yeah, really? Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm the only dub guy. 
Yeah, me and me James, we're the oh, asshole. Oh, I do dubs if I can. There you go. We got another asshole. Yeah, I like oh, the yeah. shitty American. Like the I like the silly overacting, like the soap opera dialogue. Yes. Ugh. Well, maybe. Yeah, maybe there's some. I guess there is some of that. There is. We got to write in about the singing in one of the episodes. It's it's pretty bad. Like this guy sings, and it's not. It's oh. it's not great. <laughs> it's not great. Uh, but <laughs> but you know. You do what you do. You do what you do. Um, but yeah. Um, otherwise, that's it. We'll talk more about Castlevania, I guess, when you know we want to talk about it. But that's right. Yeah. Let someone else have. Yeah, it. I need to finish the first series. Oh, so <laughs> yeah. Actually, I didn't watch any Nocturne because I went back to the first season. I realized I never watched. The, I never finished the first season. I just watched the. I got to the first episode of season two last night. So I never saw Alucard before. That was awesome. Uh, that show gets real good real fast. Like yeah. every oh, yeah. episode. That shit is, man, it's good. Because I was thinking like, fuck, I'm going to have to pull my, I know I'm going to like it, but I'm going to still have to. Nope. It's so easy to watch. It's so, it's very, very good. Yeah. It's a very, very mm-hmm. good show. The good thing about both series of Castlevania is they're 20 minutes or 25 minutes. You know, mm-hmm. it's not like, yeah. there's okay. a lot of shows where every episode's an hour and you're like, fuck, like. Sometimes you're like the episodes are too short. I don't ever want to leave this world. But then sometimes you're like, maybe I just want to like chill. Yeah, like it's real. It's nice. It's yeah. good, I think it's the twenty show. thirty minute time period for him is is pretty good for that. Like yeah. I don't think it's too short or too long. I think it works. I I, I think I watched the whole series because I know we covered it on Losing Lives back when it first came out a long time ago. We did. The original series. I just don't remember. I think there's three seasons. Four. Four. Dude, the last season is fucking hype, too, dude. Shit. Yeah, my buddy was just telling me about the last fight. He said it was awesome. It goes (laughs) fucking hard. Hey, I'm going to have to check back and see if I watched that last season because I don't remember right now. Nate, have you watched Castlevania? No. Wow. You're the movie watcher, dude. The show watcher. The watcher. It's a good it's a good October thing to do a little Castlevania, maybe retrospective or mm. revisiting. It's a good game for the month. Play a play a Castlevania Ooh. game. Watch a Castlevania. You show. sent me another game. What was the name of that game? I want to look it up actually. Oh, yes, I will look it up. Uh, who wants to go next? But let me yeah, see. There I'm is, done. Uh, I can. There's a new. Really there quick, this is for a game that I think we all, will all like. It's called There Is No Light. And it looks like a Metroidvania, but it's not side scrolly. It's almost like old school Zelda, where it's like up and down. It's called "There Is No Light." Wow, there's just an enhanced edition for twelve ninety nine. It came out in twenty twenty two. It's on. Steam. Oh, okay. So it just came to a console just now, dude. It looks. It looks really, really cool. Dope. It looks like another cool kind of Metroidvania, but with a different gameplay style. Really cool art. It's cool like music. Hades. Uh, uh mm-hmm. camera yeah but with like game boy advanced castlevania graphics yeah this shit looks fucking awesome looks very very cool it's going on the wish list yeah it's on my wish list but it's already on sale it's normally 20 and it's currently i'm buying uh, it right PlayStation now plus for 15.99 <laughs> it's 12.99 on steam so stream it stream it uh, stream it yep all righty my bad jimmy john Oh, no worries. Um, so I've only been playing Liza P. Also, uh, the game is absolutely terrific. Um, yeah. 
I'm loving it. The bosses are crazy. They are basically all two phases, which is wild. Um, <laughs> and yeah, I mean, it's just, it, it feels like souls, but it's just got a little bit, it just, it really lends to you playing however you want to play the game, which I absolutely love. It was the biggest turn off about Sekiro to me was that it was, you had to play it their way that I don't mm-hmm. like that. I guess not cool. Um, and this one's just open and I feel like the, the blocking system is set up. Well, um, the dodging system gets better with upgrades. Um, it is the bloodborne style sidestep stuff, mm-hmm. which doesn't bother me, but I could see why if you're used to the dodge roll, it could be a hindrance. Um, yeah. If you're used to like the super iframes, you know, and, and right. you're reliant on that, then it's, it's tricky. Yeah, because they add the um, blocking element in this, I think that's why they kind of left it a little more closed on the dodging. Mm-hmm. But um, I don't know. Dodging's definitely still usable. It's just you got to be a lot more precise with when you do it. And if it's you're a having, lot less forgiving. If you are having trouble, blocking is a viable option. Like it gives oh, you yeah. some chip health you can get back. Like, and. If mm-hmm. you're into motivity, like if you go full ungabunga, uh, like I always do to start, it you have a better block. Like you, your block oh, yeah. uh, strength is better. Yeah, so. that's been the hard part for me because I I don't go heavy weapons, and so I don't have the greatest blocking with the weapons I use. But I don't know. It's still it. The game is definitely. If you if you like big big swords, you're gonna have probably a better easier time with it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the the enemies do have a stagger thing that happens, and it does you you get it quicker with uh, heavy weapons. And like he said, you get the blocking. Um, like a your the bigger your weapon, the better that weapon shields you when you block. So, um, but again, you do. If you attack, you get a, a, a window. If you block an attack, if you start attacking after that, that health starts coming back. So, I mean, there is that option. Um, the only one you have to perfect block is the red, like, yeah. heavy attacks that enemies do. Um, but, yeah, and the monsters usually... have been great. The puppets have been great. The story's been fun. Um the worlds are so cool and very reminiscent of Dark Souls at times. And, you know, it's still, I think a lot of the, where we it said Liza P, we kind of all just assumed it was going to be just like, kind of what we got in the beta, like mm-hmm. in a town, steampunky, and only, you know, I, it's a lot bigger of a game than I expected. I, I'll say that. I oh, yeah. am it is, at way bigger <laughs> i'm at 31 hours right now uh but Whoa. it's 28 on my main and then three hours i made a little arcane buddy to use the um i just wanted to see like you know a different type of build because i'm all ungabunga sure. i made a fucking i was struggling with a boss while struggling with mm-hmm. this fucking clown puppet thing that has this little <laughs> crying baby puppet it was fucking me up <laughs> And then I made um, so actually a guy that we followed and we you rated him once Jesse Trick Jester, mm-hmm. um, we follow him on the nerds um, Twitch. 
he was playing and he made this weapon. It is, so I just changed it, but it's the bone cutting saw blade on either, I use the pickaxe handle now because it's a little longer and it's all vertical slashes, but that or the pipe wrench handle, dude, I went back and literally first tried this thing. I fucked it up and it was like, <laughs> felt so good. Um that is a big sword. It's fucking <laughs> huge, dude. It's a yeah. humongous sword. Yeah, so feels good, man. Yeah. There's definitely, I, I don't know, the weapon designs are really cool. I, I've found them to be very fun. And uh, I mean, I'm still waiting for like a straight up katana. I, I got a sword one. like one, but it's not really a katana. Uh, but it looks close. You'll so, get one maybe. after a certain boss. It's one of the boss weapons. And it is, is it supposedly... Katana? It's the... I'm farming. It might be one I have already. It's called the Two Dragon Sword. Yeah, I have that. Uh, it's kind of Katana-y. It's more the of a Chinese fighting like, sword. Yes, exactly. And um, it does do a thrust attack at the beginning, which I hate. Mm-hmm. I I hate stab attacks. I like slashing. So that's the only thing I don't like about it. And it is a boss weapon. So boss weapons, you cannot alter the handles or blades. So it's just stuck with the way it is. Um, I've actually fallen in love with... uh, It's called the Puppet Ripper, and it's a scythe. And it has been so fun to play with. (laughs) The fucking heavy attack on that thing, the charge with the... It It like whips whips out. out. It is fucking... Yeah, I it's know. good. It does kind of stink that like to get the heavy like um like for it to proxy like the actual, you know, like heavy like stun and stuff like that, it has to hit the second time of that cuz it mm-hmm. does like a little first whip with a followed up swing behind it and if the second one doesn't hit, you don't like get the like stun, you know, the stun on them if they're staggered and stuff. So, I mean, it is a little tricky, but it's it's been a fun weapon. Um, yeah, I could talk about this game forever. It's 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 a really great Souls game. Um, so that's why I could talk about it forever. So I won't. Um, let's see. <laughs> uh, like Seth, I watched Gen V as well. I um, only got the first episode in. Um, ball slapping, good time, man. <laughs> yeah, it, well, ball kicking too. <laughs> <laughs> Just a lot of ball work. Sure. Uh, you see some ball work for sure. <laughs> uh, yeah, you'll uh, you'll see when you watch. Good job. Yeah, it's on my <laughs> yeah. list. I just haven't. I need to finish Ahsoka and do a bunch of other stuff. So it's like it's right. uh it's really good, dude. Like I'm I'm farther than you, and it's still like very interesting. Hold it up. I mean, it's it's kind of like I feel like it's finally some good superhero shit. Like I feel like we've always kind of had this meh like superhero movies that are the shows that were like, you know, they're okay. Some better than others, whatever. But like, it's, I don't know. They're fucking nailing it. I'd say as far as just being like kind of a fun, crazy. And it's good to see like a lot of shit from the boys, like coming in, like it doesn't feel as separate. It feels direct. Oh, that's good. Yeah, like it doesn't feel like some one-off spinoff thing. Like characters from the boys are popping up in this show, so it's it's, it's the same world. Like that's you, always the thing that you worry about when these kind of like 
you know, sequel series or whatever comes out, you're like, how much is it going to be connected? And usually it's 0%, you know, like remember agents of shield. (laughs) Oh yeah. No, they actually reference directly. Like, yeah, you're right. Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. was bad with that. but they I like reference- Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. I, I have to say, <laughs> I, I, I got to it late, and I binged like all four seasons in like a week once. This oh, was like 10 years ago. I liked it. I it will was say- bad for the way it connected to the movie. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. yeah they kept it saying. Really didn't do shit. They kept saying like, and this is connected directly with the movies. And then you watch it. It's like, oh, Iron Man and the big oh. green guy, you know, they never would call him the whole yeah. like yeah. it was because like Carlson or whoever what it, yeah. what his name was was in it. Like, oh cool, like that guy's in it. Cool. Well, before uh Winter Soldier, Shield was uh that show was the shit. Like yeah. because they had the whole espionage of uh Hydra's infiltrated shield. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But then yeah. after after Winter Shold, uh, Soldier came out, then it was kind of like okay, you know that was cool. Now the the show kind of lost its connection. Mm-hmm. You're right. That was the big deal. the The big deal was Winter Soldier coming out, and that show was like watch this to prepare for Winter Soldier, and it didn't really do anything other. Than didn't really do anything. Remind you that Hydra exists. But I liked it though. Shield is uh, Shield walked, so Secret Invasion can run. <laughs> oh, but Secret Invasion ran like diarrhea out of my pants. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's just a it poor man's backwards. poor man's shield. Yeah, yeah, God, it was really boring. And the the fucking ending when she flexes her arm and she has Drax's tattoos, I wanted to die. Like I was like, I think I'm ready to go. I'm done with this world. <laughs> and yeah. like, why would the tattoos be part of his power? If you want. Disney espionage sci like spy thriller, you know, poly- political shit. Watch Andor. It's great. Yeah, and I've heard. I need to finish it. Yeah. I'm sorry. I, I derailed the whole week from you, James, but I'm just Gen V is, is really good, man. And it directly connects with the boys. So if you're a fan, like it's I think it's a must watch for him for that. Yeah. Uh, I'm enjoying it. I, um, I like seeing for me, I like what seeing how they like to put their comedic twist on abilities that we've may have seen in other movies. And like a big one for me in this one was the number one seed, uh, was, a basically, you know, Johnny storm, a human torch kind of guy. And, um, yeah, if you're wondering, a realistic Johnny Torch has a flaming cock. He 100% yes. does. 100% does. You know, it also kind of reminds me how they have the, the rankings of My Hero Academia. A it's bit. 100% yeah. My Hero. 100%. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I yeah. thought that like, right away when it started. Yeah. <laughs> Where they have rankings on the hero list and they like yep. compete on who's like the number one type thing and will be inducted into the seven is the kind of jazz to it so uh, it's yep. kind of my hero for sure yeah I, i'm currently still watching through my hero so i was just like uh this is my hero academia and then they did something else i'm like yep this is this is 100 my hero <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah but yeah i mean it's it's more of the boys like if you love the boys you're gonna love this show um you're gonna see Stuff at the very beginning of the show you've never seen happen before, just like they always do. They show you people getting killed in a way you never expect. And 
It's just terrific. Um, I look forward to getting through it. Like, oh, I feel yeah. like acting oh, for sure. Yeah, it, it holds up. It's good. Even though there's like a bunch of new, it seems like newer like actors and actresses, like younger people that I don't think I've seen in too much. I don't know. Have you seen them and some stuff? Um, I only recognize the Magneto kid. He uh, was in the Sabrina the Teenage Witch Netflix series they did. She wow. was like his cousin or, or her cousin or something like that. And he was fine in that show too. So um, I think he's, I don't know. I think he's been in like another movie or something that maybe my wife's watched, but no, I've seen him. He's a good actor, but outside of that, I, oh, and then the, the one professor, um, I recognize him, but yeah, mostly no, it's most of them are seemingly just newer young kid actors that I, yeah, haven't seen before. So mm-hmm. I'm excited. I hopefully, uh, it uh, follows through and keeps going good, just like the boys normally does. I mean, it. I. I'm yeah. not. The boys has continually just got pretty much better, so I. I can't imagine this is gonna fall on its face at all. So. <laughs> yeah, so far, like I said, I'm on the third one, and um, yeah, it's holding up for me. Like, the last episode ends on something that you're like, "Fuck, man! I wish the other one was out already." Like, <laughs> I want to see. I want to see where this fucking goes. You know. Oh yeah, that's good. Uh, and then last thing, like I said, I haven't done too much stuff. Oh no, no, no. So I did watch a movie. Uh, I watched the one Aaron you watched last week. No one will save you on Hulu. Oh, nice. What'd you think? Fuck, I forgot to watch. Um, (laughs) yeah. So I will. I really like it caught me from the beginning, right? Like it was super suspenseful. It's like this like silent film too, which is very interesting choice because a lot of the suspense is built on the audio of the surroundings and like footsteps and noises and, you know, the, the grays do telepathy shit. So like just all of that, um, you know, it's definitely weird to not have any speaking in it. It was, it was, it was nice. I like, I, it was a nice touch. Um, but yeah, so the beginning really caught me right away. It really felt, um, suspenseful. I liked the, like kind of not seeing them at first and it built the suspense really well. And the whole beginning house section of the movie, like the first 25 minutes, I think up to that point was really good for me. Um, and then I, it's, it kind of, went too far in a way, especially considering it's a streaming movie, I think, and their, their budget, you know, um, it didn't look bad. It's just, there was, it became too much alien for what they did at the beginning. Like if it would have stuck with how they were playing it out in the beginning third of the movie, I think it would have been a better thing for me. Um, but I think it just went too hard into, you know, all these aliens like central like just like just focusing on her like it it was kind of weird and i kind of yeah, understand I why i could see but... that where it's like why yeah when you get to the ending too there's a little bit of like wait why her but i don't know i really enjoyed it right no yeah i i really i did enjoy it i i mean for me it's just like it's a 7 i mean i know i don't i mean I don't know where everybody's at on signs. I love signs. I like the way that movie's built up. I like barely ever seeing the aliens in it. I like how long it takes for the, 
you know, the climax of the movie to come together. Yeah, I know the whole swing away water thing may be a little weird for some, but <laughs> like, I, I love that movie. It tied in pretty. I just watched Signs, like, rewatched it because my son has been on a kick now. He wants to watch horror movies. Hell yeah. Nice. But he's 11 years old. So I'm I'm trying to find like horror movies, and technically science is not exactly like horror, but it it's it, more it, it's scary. It's, it it's horrible. Into, yeah, it's <laughs> no, no, it's not. Uh, it's I not that bad. It's, probably, it's not a bad movie. No, I thought that was probably one of the best written uh, movies that um um. In like yeah, yeah I think one of the ones he done where like a lot of things that he sets up ties in to the end of it and all that. And um, yeah, I th- it's pretty good, man. I think I think it still holds up, you know, and it, so, it does yeah. have a little suspenseful build. I will say, I mean, I really I was really enjoying signs uh, until the water shit. And then I was like, <laughs> it it boggles my mind that the idea no one at any point of production was like, wait, 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 you're telling me these aliens flew across space and time, right? And then got to a planet that literally from space, you can see that it is almost 100% made up of the thing that you're weak to. And then they decided to attack it. You're like, watching an alien movie. You have to. You could know that. In Florida, those aliens couldn't leave their ship. I they wouldn't have landed in Florida. I could well, have been sweating and that, hugged they, one of those animals and they would have died. They, no, not exactly. Because Well, this is the thing. They actually do set that up. So, for instance, we've sent satellites and things. We're exploring space right now and we've yet to find many planets that have the type of materials and things that we have. And they speak in the movie how they're here to gather like resources and stuff like that. And they're hostile to take the planet from us to get... Things that I don't know. It's left vague. So it's open to interpretation of do they need these things to supply? I guess, is it worth the risk? They put the signs of the movie says specifically in spots away from water. In fact, one of the guys even says, like, I noticed all the signs, all the spots. They seem to be places they're going to attack and they're not by water. So I'm going to go by water. I don't know. Build the water thing up the whole movie. And yeah, (laughs) the whole movie. They did. It's the whole reason, too. Like, she keeps glasses of water around because she got a nervous tick after her mom died. And that's what kept her from doing that shit. Like, it's the idea of, like, everything has a reason. And it plays into that kind of idea. And I, I thought it was really well done. Like, I, I mean, you can you can sit back and poke holes at it. I'm not going to argue with you exactly and be like, you're wrong. But I do think it gives enough there to where I, I, I buy what they're selling on that one. I think it, I think it's compared to a lot of the other things he's done. This is definitely one of the better things that he's, he's done. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, the reason I brought up signs though, cause this movie does start like that way where they're just trying to build suspense and they kind of don't show you the aliens like completely. And I like that feel to it a little more. Um, I mean, if they just went full out World of Worlds, you know, from the start or Independence Day, like I'm fine with that. But I feel like it's just like two separate alien genres for me. And I prefer the like built suspense, you know, like science style. I'd like to like if I'm going to watch it for that reason to like not want like 
I didn't. I don't want to go outside and take out my dogs like afterwards. That type of thing. That's what I want to feel when I get done with it. Yeah. Because I don't. I love the action. Like I love World of Worlds. I love Independence Day. I love that kind of stuff. But those are just action movies to me. You don't build any like horror suspense feeling. Like your heart's not racing because you're like nervous for the character type of thing. Um, yeah. And it definitely starts that way a lot. But yeah, it kind of. I don't know. I tried to blend both, and for me, it just didn't work as well. But it's still a good movie. And again, it's on a streaming service, and I'm, you know, I think they did a really good job. I think these streaming movies do a good job, and you know, it's just nice. it's it blended both. And for me, I would have preferred just one. Um, and then last, I do need a shout out, uh, Joe Vitale from Vintage Geeks, which is a podcast, Vintage Geeks. Um, I've been I've known Joe for a long time. Um but he made me a Batman bust, like a 3D printed one and painted it and it's it's like a foot tall. Um ah, maybe more than that actually. And it's like a Dark Knight Returns modeled realistic kind of Alex Rossi looking one and he made our painted it up to kind of look like a bronze statue and it's it's just epic and i i don't know joe didn't he didn't charge me nothing he just you know did it for me and it, it's just terrific and i mean as much as i love batman stuff that's it was just perfect and i happened to get it on a day i was having a shit day so it was just well timed and it's it looks dope. awesome and if you want to see it yeah, yeah go to cool. the facebook page it's it's on there and it's 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 great. I love it I, so much. I swear it's it's funny how sometimes my and, and y'all's podcast kind of and not always mine, but like just the way things it like I just got done watching signs and you fucking talk about it here. And then <laughs> and you're you get this bus and you talk about the Dark Knight Returns. And I just did I covered the two animated Dark Knight Returns oh, movies. So good. Yeah, I did it with uh, the other podcast. They do the movie so bad they're good called Classics and Camp, like that. And uh, it's not that it's bad. Wait, what? Okay. Yeah, they, yeah they I was about cover, to say. No, they didn't cover because it, it was bad. They because co- they do cult classics and camp, like they do a stretch of things. And he took it more into consideration. This animated movie is kind of like more has this like cultish following because people know the comic, but not as much the animated movies. And right. they're really good. So it was a yeah. positive review on it. But it's just funny how that all keeps cycling. Yeah. This happened a few times. Listen to your podcast. I was like, oh, yeah, I just talked about that. And then y'all talk about <laughs> it. Or y'all talk about it, and I ended up talking about it. Not on purpose. It's, it's just funny. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It is funny. But, I mean, we also all chat in the same. Like, we're all buddies. Like, we yeah. have the same interests. And it makes sense that it blends like that. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, that's it for me. Shout out, Joe. Thank you so much. I know you listen to the podcast. Thank you so much. I think you are the best. You're the best. He was the best guy around. You're the best. And he actually looks like Daniel LaRusso, which is actually kind of dope. (laughs) Have you guys not seen that dude who's like, he was the best guy around? And then he's getting interviewed and he's like... What about the murder? What murders? What murders? He's a stand-up guy. 
I love that <laughs> meme for uh, when they're talking about when they put it with Anakin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's really funny. what younglings. What are you talking <laughs> oh about? <my> God, <laughs> such a good name. I'll go next. Uh, I had some dim sum. I tried uh, some Chinese dim sum. At Hell yeah! This restaurant uh, we have to go to. Uh, the, anyone in South Florida? But Aaron and Jesse will will have yeah. to. Uh, it's a ten ten Chinese uh, dim sum, and it's in Sunrise. T e n t e n or the numbers ten ten. Oh yeah, the the letters. <laughs> the but so it's they, they spell it out. Found it. Hell yeah, dude! What's dim sum? Dim sum is dumplings, so, like any kind of yeah. uh, small. Okay, so, so I thought it was like a bunch of different shit. It is. So the dumplings will be, you know, like they'll have chicken, beef. They'll have like all these. Stuff that uh, I don't even know, like what it is, like uh, <laughs> eel, octopus. I don't know. Oh shit! There's there's like a Chinese market right next door, and like you know, you walk in. There's like they have a bucket of like frogs, you know, that they're <gasps> selling, and like you know, like it's legit. And uh, the thing about legit Chinese food is that it tastes great. Yeah. And. Uh, you don't so want to know where it to... came from, though. <laughs> yeah, I suppose. Um, no, and yeah, I'm not yeah. even saying that. What I'm saying is, you might eat you might eat tongue and things that you're not, you know, or yeah. like tripe and things you're not necessarily interested in. It's with any authentic like cuisine from a place you aren't from, you know. You're, yeah, you know, and poverty food is usually definitely going to be the tongue, the weird yeah. vertebrae shit. Yeah, yeah. Dim sum is like it's a large range of small Cantonese dishes. That sounds awesome. Almost like tapas, like a bunch of different little joints. Um, but oh, there's another Jean. place. This <laughs> it's another little. You know, I had a Zoomer say that to Jean. You ever, you ever used that? And I was like, I a podcast mate brings it up. Um, there's another dim sum place. Are you sure it's Ten Ten or is it Tao Tao? Ten Ten. Because there's another one called it's T O A T O A dim sum also in Sunrise. Hell yeah. So there's a 1010 t- and a Tao Tao. and it's all uh, there is. It's 1010 on sun, sun, in Sunrise and then Tao Tao. We gotta go 1010 and Tao Tao. Oh, that's right by my. Uh, that's right by a place I know. house. <laughs> that's right by this yeah. place that I know about. <laughs> that's not like far from me. Oh, bitch! Yeah, we're gonna do. Yeah, it. that was that was a good uh, good Sunday, and I watched. Um, I watched Saw, and yeah. uh, I watched uh, The Creator, and I really yeah. liked The Creator. Uh, nice. I mean, I could I could get get into it a little bit for review it. None of us creator have seen review. It. Yeah, fuck it, review it, and then you and me will do yeah, Saw for So I think that you know, Aaron, you kind of were you were talking about Blade Runner a little bit and how you know some of the negative aspects of it. And I think, uh, well, you know, because like Blade Runner, like invented cyberpunk, you know, like mm-hmm. this, this, uh, it, like Blade Runner gets credit for being like a movie about like what is life, you know, what is, what is consciousness, you know, what yeah. if, what makes a person like, and none of that's really in Blade Runner, 
uh, like literally like when you, you know, the movies about this guy who kills robots and then he likes one of the female robots. So he doesn't kill her. So it's not necessarily like, you know, on the surface, those deeper questions aren't really on there, but the creator. Uh, so it's that type of world, right? Like artificial intelligence exists. You know, you, there's robots, like you can make a copy of yourself and have a robot copy of yourself. And, uh, you know, there's the robots have revolted. They want, they want their rights. And, uh, one of the robots, like this military, uh, ex-military, he's, he was sent on this mission to, to kill like this, the creator, the person who invented the, the main sort the main AI source. Mm-hmm. And so they, they go on this mission and they find this, child this ai child and uh you know turn of events like this this guy he's now like kind of protecting the child he's kind of like on the run with the kid and uh but at the beginning of the movie he hates ai he hates you know he lost his wife with ai he lost his wife with the the war so at the end of the movie uh like he he kind of uh starts feelings starts having like feelings and emotions towards this robot so it's a little bit of uh you know like mandalorian and uh a lot you know, like that robot with will smith the last of us well with the like, uh, i robot well, will smith the whole thing with the robot and he's like learning and having feelings and will smith hates it because it killed or like it chose a child Chose to save him than a child, and he has the hatred for the robot, but then grows to like the robot and that kind of thing. It's sounding similar to that, right? Yeah, yeah, it's similar to that. And uh, but you know, you have your uh, like your your crotchety old guy like protecting a a youngling like in Mandalorian and The Last of Us, and uh, you know, you you have your Pedro Pascal type, Kratos, and uh, yeah, but. Uh, the character arc is a lot more deeper than Blade Runner. Like he actually has like a, a bigger, like there's an emotional payoff at the end. And uh, I, I thought it was great. Like the, the effects kind of reminded me of like district nine, like, uh, yeah. he, cause this, uh, this guy, the director, uh, Gareth Edwards, he, uh, he didn't, he didn't really have like a big blockbuster budget for this. So he kind of, he, he did like, he used to make like VFX tutorials. So he kind of, I guess, you know, returns to his roots in that regard. Like he's like, you know, uh, doing like handheld camera shots, tracking that and adding the, uh, the robots and special effects. So, uh, visually, you know, for not having like a big budget, like Blade Runner, I think, uh, I think it's one of the best sci-fi movies that have been out recently because there's not like a, a lot of really good sci-fi that's come out recently. So, I mean, if, you, if you're a sci-fi fan, I would definitely say you have to watch The Creator. And I would give it is like it an 8.5. Nice. Oh, oh hell yeah. Uh, is it like a, you think a must-see in theater, like it's going to benefit to see it in theater kind of movie? Um... I think so. If you go, you know, if you go IMAX, like so you can get space vistas and shit. 
Yeah. So you so you can get also the sound, right? Like, you know, the sound, right. you know, the sounds a little better with IMAX. So so that definitely helps. Um, I think you hey. always should if you have the option to get RPX or IMAX or 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 Screen X, it's usually not going to be more than an extra 3-4 bucks. Just do it. You get a better viewing experience. Nate, have you seen Monsters, his first movie? No, no, I never saw it. Oh, it's good. But yeah, I'm sure it's like, uh, you know, I, I read that uh, Monsters was inspired by District 9. Mm-hmm. So I'm sure like the visual effects, like the look might be similar. You know, very low budget, but good. You know, like the VFX weren't bad. Like they were, you know, they were good. Just it's not like Avatar, but it's it's definitely, you know, visually it's definitely, uh, you know, it looks great. And you know it's, what I do? Uh, Allison Janney. Uh, I don't know if oh, you know yeah. that actress. Mm-hmm. She, oh man, she's like the uh, she's like the General Patton in this. Mm. And she's like uh, tough as nails. She's going after the AI, but she's almost like uh, she's not as she's mo- almost mechanical. She's like very. She's not really empathetic, no emotion, like she's just ruthless. And I think that, you know, it's just another like dynamic to the film, like how the, you know, America or the patriots that are going after, you know, the AI that are hiding in like China, they're hiding in like these Buddhist monk like sanctuaries, monasteries, and they're just going after them, uh, guns a blazing, just. And uh, what else can I say? No, it's just, I think uh, it's definitely top, top sci-fi for, you know, maybe the last decade. Hell yeah. It looked like it. When I saw the trailer, I was like, the trailer, even the, the sound in the trailer, the notes, it got me like emotional. And I'm like, oh, this looks like a really good movie. Like this would be a really, I, I don't know. I just, and then I'm like, I'm going to go see Saw instead. I don't know. <laughs> but it, it did look like a really good movie, though. It looked really like nice. Like how you play everything except Liza P, you know? Yeah. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> I hate like, myself, too. fucking pissed off! Is the creative doing good in the, in the box office? Like, right now, is it getting, like, good uh, payoff? Uh, I don't know. No, I was just wondering if you might. Have. But I guess the the thing like about like what's real, like uh, each character. I, I guess this is what makes it different from my robot. Like each character, like what's real for the main character was like the love for his wife. Like he, you know, like at the that was that's what was real for him. Like uh, he was uh, his wife was actually helping the robots and he was undercover and that's how he got in that relationship but he wanted to run away with her he's like you and me we're real this is what's real and uh you know for uh for the general Patton, you know her directive her mission is what's real for her hmm. and uh which one of them the fucks kid, the dick sucking machine you know what i'm saying with the fuck that would be the kid <laughs> <laughs> fuck it <yeah>, dude <laughs> Fully, what is it? Fully developed. developed? (laughs) (laughs) Just to keep the pedophiles in check, you know? Give them a little something. 
<laughs> God, please help us all. <laughs> well, I, I sound like iRobot kind of put maybe a little bit of those ideas on the table, but didn't really explore it. it from what you're saying, it sounds like this really explores some of this. How, what's the runtime of it? It's two hours it's and like, 13 uh, minutes, I think. Yeah. Okay. Why well, robot? It's about like uh, Will Smith, like clearing his name. No, like he's uh, pinned for the murder, and then well, he's trying to solve the case. Yeah, but he hates no, robots. No, no, the robot, the robot, the robot is. is put in for the murder, and he's yeah. solving the case. But he has an agenda against robots because of their like directive. They chose to save the person who had a better chance at living and left the kid to die. And his, he was like, if it was me, I'd have saved that kid. And you know, I let me die and have him save the kid if I could shoot. And so he had this chip on his shoulder the whole time. It does. It's not as as the emotional depth of like you know a wife and I guess husband like what you were saying. So it's. I mean, this definitely seems to be more emotionality to this than I Robot was kind of a you know an action movie that played around with some of these AI thoughts. I don't know when it came out, like the two thousands. Mm-hmm. Or something like that. So, so yeah, I mean, yeah. it's nothing. Question, it's nothing uh, new. Like, uh, you know, the whole robots, like humans find robots. You know, it's it's been a a story. It's been around. Yeah. But, so, uh, but yeah. question question about a robot. So, did the robot have the ability to save the kid, or was the kid pretty much dead, and it was just? Well, that robot, uh, like, it had a direct, it evaluated the percentage chance of them living. And chose the highest percent, if I remember how the movie went. That's it, that so. What way happened way. is Will Smith and his son cr- like crashed a car. It was his water. son. Oh, it was his. Son. Uh, it was yeah. his son. Okay, yeah. Never. I thought it was. Just and like, then the robot like, d- like, mathematically decided who would have the higher chance of survival, which was Will Smith, and not his son in that case. And it took the, took him and didn't save his kid. Okay, I see. And it pisses. So it doesn't off. matter. Yeah, it doesn't matter. <laughs> so he hates robots. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yes. So the uh, the robots here they're trying to save the kid because she could uh, she could control like she's like in the Matrix. She's the one. She could control mm. like other uh, robots, other electricity, and uh, America. They have a giant laser. They have a Death Star in the sky. <laughs> laser. That makes a lot of sense. <laughs> so anyone who opposes uh, good old good old America, they get blown up. <laughs> so, <laughs> so they're trying to they're trying That's to. That's what find I'm fucking this. talking about. You were saying. You were saying. <laughs> so they're trying to find this kid, and uh, but they were expecting like you know, like a, a, a creator, like a old guy, but it's, mm. you know, it's just this kid and she's actually like, she's uh, growing. Like it's not just a, because all the robots are copies of people. So you could like look into their, their memory and you can see like, Oh, it's just a copy. But then they like look into the kid and they're like, no, this is like the most advanced, like she's, her memory is changing as we speak and it's she's growing and adapting like when she grows up she's going to be able to like you know be the you know keanu reeves not in the matrix actually keanu reeves driving driving motorcycles nice hell yeah wearing nice watches yeah Yeah. fully developed keanu reeves (laughs) (laughs) wow dude the best kind dude when he wasn't fully developed lame 
dude. I like when he has a big ass dick. He was tricked by some fully developed in a movie I saw. Yeah, once. Anna Diarmas from Cyberpunk yeah. 2077 oh, or whatever. Yeah. It was a wild movie. Yeah. Like the two girls came in mm-hmm. like yeah, his they, house, right? When yeah, it's raining and they trick him to yeah. like extort him. Yeah. Yeah. And the armistice. What a horrible ass. It must have been Poor terrible Gianna. filming that. Oh, <laughs> he worked so hard. Goodness. All God. that emotional turmoil he has to express from the loss of his wife. Mm-hmm. Just the regret and the resentment of having to just <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to eat this. some fucking beautiful <laughs> ass. <laughs> oh, my life. Um, Seth, what have you been up to? <laughs> well, wait, are you oh, done? Wait, Nate, didn't wait, you have is Nate everything? done? Yeah. yeah, I'm done. Yeah, I think it's well, done. Are y'all doing the saw thing now? Or y'all want to? Uh, you... Go ahead. Yeah. We'll do it after you. Okay. <laughs> Nate, I'm definitely down to eat dim sum, though. Yes, me too. I want excuses to go to restaurants and irresponsibly order too much food. Like I, I want to eat that. some that I want to eat some things that dim some dim some big ass titties, bro. I know, right? <laughs> dim sum does sound like it should have some yeah. type of innuendo attached. So. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck yeah! Um, I want duck. I haven't had duck before. You've never had duck? Oh, dude, I, duck. I've, I've probably shot, had, but I want like a duck deal. I shot killed. Uh, field dressed and ate my own duck before. Fuck you, dude. <laughs> nice. Damn, it's good. Man is a real man. Now yeah, you're sorry, a Mayan. A Mayan, Mayan, I went alpha for a minute there. I, I didn't mean to. <laughs> uh, Sigma grind set. Thank you. Yes. Sorry, I'll go. I'll go back to beta <laughs> mode here. Um. All right. Uh, my week. Um. So I started, uh, I'm almost done watching the whole season of What We Do in the Shadows. The first one or uh, the newest one? The show. So, uh, the yeah, movie and as a TV show, right? No, yeah, and I mean, the, the new season or the first season? I think the new season. Okay. I think uh, season five. Well, I don't know. I think it's the, the previous season. I don't, I don't know if they put the new season on Hulu yet or not. Did it finish? Um, I think so. Every- if it's on Hulu, then I'm I'm watching through it now. So um, Kelsey it's said good. this season's not as good because she loved young Colin Robinson. <laughs> young Colin Robinson was great. I actually do like at least the season I'm on now. So they took a lot of detours in some of the previous seasons into a lot of shit. And I kind of like them going back to how it was in the first season where it's just these vampires in the city. Mm-hmm. And uh, the the crazy things they kind of get like one of the first seasons it was just funny seeing them go to um, the, the the city council to discuss like the uh, like <laughs> land ownership or some shit like that like uh, whatever it was and just the way that that went down I, I found it hilarious just like putting these like vampire characters in like almost everyday situations. I think, in, and then in the seasons to come, they started doing the whole nightclub thing and Baby Robinson and, like, kind of went a different angle. It wasn't bad. It just, I, I kind of like that they kind of circled around to some of that again. Um, I haven't seen yeah. the show, but I watched the movie on an airplane, and, man, the movie is not funny. <laughs> yeah, I, I didn't watch. I heard the movie's okay. Yeah, it's um, okay. It's just not, yeah. like, I know the show's way better. I mean, it's basically the office, but with vampires. Mm-hmm. Like that's that's the best description of it. Is the- oh really? I always wonder yeah. what that show was. Yeah, yeah it's, it's a, like very- a fake reality show about vampires that are roommates, but there's like different kind of vampires. What? So one guy, 
One guy's an emotional vampire, so he's just really boring. Oh God! I, I love Colin <laughs> Robinson. Yeah. That dude's hilarious, bro. He yeah. just every time he starts talking, it's like, oh shit, he's feeding, because <laughs> like, he just starts talking about random shit, and he just feeds off of everybody. And uh, it's it's pretty fun. They got some good stuff with that. Then there's like like regular vampire. They turn into bats, and it's like it's it's also like like they kill fucking people blood everywhere and stuff there's little there's things like that too so they kind of go there it's um it was created by what taika watiti and jermaine yeah uh, clement which so I the know, guys that did flight of the concords well one oh, of the guys boy. oh jermaine clement yeah he's flight of the concords yeah. he's that taika watiti wasn't oh, i, I never watched that. that so uh yeah i don't know i mean you might like it i mean it is vampire shit but it's also silly so yeah, I don't know how much you'll go. You don't for like it. silly stuff, so you may hate it, but it's it's really funny. Yeah, okay. I thought it was pretty. The good. one dude is like the familiar, and you know yeah. they'll never make a familiar into a vampire. But it turns out he's a Van Helsing, and he accidentally kills a fuckload of vampires over it. Like <laughs> yeah. for before he knows that, he's just accidentally slaying vampires like a lot. Yeah, he's, he's like he's just accidentally killing them. Yeah, it's yeah, fucking, yeah, it's great. And what's that on? A <laughs> uh, Hulu, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. On Hulu. Fuck yeah. Um, so yeah, that, that one's been pretty cool to watch. I've been enjoying it. My brother kept telling me, "Oh, you need to watch it. You need to watch it." And I finally got around to doing it. I was like, "Yeah, this is this is good. This is real good." Um, so that's something I've been I've been watching. Um, uh, so just the stuff I've been playing. Really, I haven't really been reading too much comics. Um, so I'm not gonna get deep into that. Um, Sea of Stars, fucking great. I mean, um. It's probably a 10 out of 10 for what it set out to do. Like, for what it is. For a Super Nintendo RPG joint? Uh-oh, Based, here we go with yes. the grading scale shit. Yeah, there we go with the grading Grading on a curve. Grading on that curve, baby. He's grading on a curve, ladies and gentlemen. Here he is. You know what? It's, it's really interesting. It feels like uh, uh, the creators who've played RPGs a lot and have kind of cut the bullshit mm-hmm. out of some mm-hmm. of them. And it kind of get more direct to the meat of just RPG strategy, but it also hits all the notes in like the story beats of things. It has this kind of cartoonish cover, but there's like darker, deeper elements and story beats in it that, you know, you may not expect from like a first glance. I mean, if you're fans of Final Fantasy games, you know, they get into that weird God thing. Oh, yeah. Always all that shit. And so like. I mean, one of the first things a dude gets his eye ripped out. Uh, I Fuck mean, yeah. there's these characters that die permanently, and like uh, all that kind of shit kind of happens. And it's it's a really solid game. Um, I I really enjoy my time with it. It's uh it's definitely in like my top like games of the year I've played this year, you know, like it's, it's up there. It's really good. Uh, if you're sleeping on it and you're a fan of like classic RPGs like that, if you're somebody who's been asking, I want turn-based classic RP, it's right fucking there. That's, that's what that is. So, uh, strong suggest playing it. Um, we already talked a little bit about Baldur's Gate three. I've been on that. Um, I've been playing the DLC that dropped on uh, separate ways with resident evil four remake um really good um really solid and it's only like 10 bucks oh wow um and it's like seven chapters and you see ada as like it's really cool the way they do it to where each chapter 
she'll do something and like so you're familiar with four remake and and like the first part of it leon goes into this village and everybody starts attacking him mm-hmm. and then it doesn't stop till you hear the bell ring right yeah yeah you you find out ada rang the bell like oh, okay. she he saw what was happening there and then she's like let me help leon out and you go up there and you ring the bell that like starts off the beginning of Leon's journey. Oh, that's and cool. there's different, and there's multiple points where they constantly like Ada's been going along in the background with Leon the whole time. And that's what they're doing with this DLC is filling in some of those gaps that when you were playing with Leon, you might be, Oh, how did that happen? Or what, how did this get here? And it's like, Oh, Ada, that's, that's how, that's why. Mm. So, uh, as it's really, it's, it's probably one of the better DLCs I've seen, from Resident Evil that like directly ties into the story of the original like game, right? Because a lot of it's always like the aftermath of the game or a prequel to the game or something like that. And this is like, oh, I'm kind of seeing the events of the game I just played, but I'm playing it from a different character, a different perspective, you know, and a little bit different weapon. She's got like a grapple gun. And like you can kneecap enemies, and if they're hanging over, you can shoot the grapple and shoot forward and kick them. So you can like melee kick from a distance because you can grapple kick, yeah. shit like that. Uh, it's, so it's the combat's pretty, improving. Yeah, I mean it's still the same type of control setup and all that shit. It's just like another option on a melee attack, right? I mean, okay. like, I don't know if I'd say it's improving or not or worse. Um, it's just like an add-on thing. So okay. But it's really solid. If you're a fan of our uh, Resident Evil, the remakes and stuff like that, I think this DLC is definitely a must. And at ten bucks, I, I don't think it's it seems pretty fair price for what is offered. Uh, there's like multiple boss fights in this DLC, but you know, so like, and some are like new. So nice. uh, I don't know how intricate some of the boss later come because they re- reused El Gigante in it. So it's like a reused boss, but there's a different angle on how to fight them with her because she can grapple on the rooftops and you kind of got to use that to get to shoot like the spot on them. So like, uh, yeah, that, so that makes the boss fight a different fight. Yes. Yeah. yeah not bad. So yeah, it kind of retooled it. Uh, great. Uh, and then a lot of mortal Kombat one, uh, been playing a lot. Um, really enjoying it. Um, it is the closest to Marvel versus Capcom type fighting you'll get in a Mortal Kombat game like this. Well, yeah, it's like, an assist fighter. Well, no, not sure. even that. It's not even that. It's like that's a part of it. Yeah, the assist fight. Like it's an assist. Like that's a like the one way to look at it. But the other way is like it's a oh I touch you and half your health is gone because that's the combos that we're doing here now. Yeah, like and that shit is like. I like that. And it, it's a very, it's actually, it's similar combat stylings. Like it does have the Mortal Kombat thumbprint of its combat structure, but it is a different game. Like if you play like 9, 10, 11, I feel like there mm-hmm. is very similar gameplay mechanics at play. Some different stuff. I think 11 was probably the best in some of the more strategic choices they made in the combat and how that, that goes. This one is definitely has those strategic ideas in place, but on top of that, it is like a little faster paced 
you can say it doesn't move faster. I wouldn't say that. It's not like Marvel where you're flying across the screen and one touch you're dead. Next, on to the next character. But I would say if they keep expanding on this, I think we see where okay, we get a Mortal Kombat where you can flip between two characters and you got to kill both my characters before it's done. I, I can see that being the next evolution because of how they, if they stick to this like combo structure. Because it cost, in Mortal Kombat 11, it would cost a lot to get damaging combos of like 300 or more. In yeah. this, you could do a 400 combo. You don't have to use a super bar. Like you can, you might just need to use an assist. Oh, not might. Typically, if you're bumping 400 damage, you got to use your assist to keep the juggle going. And they don't really scale out of the, the ground bouncing and stuff like they used to do in the earlier ones. It's set up to combo and everybody has attack strings that connect to other attack strings that are like designed for big combo, big damage. And see, like, I need to see what you're doing. Cause I see what you're talking about. Cause I, I, I noticed when I first started playing, I was like, Ooh, I'm going to play and make combos. And I was able to, but I kept running into tons of invisible walls where it just wouldn't let it's like, no, I don't like you ending your combo with this move. So we're just going to make it so that the input's completely removed. Like you can't even try. So I was trying to find, it's like, they only have specific routes I can go. Like a few times like I want to end this. Like, why is it that when I call my assist out, my character is now locked and I can't keep moving to continue after they bounce. Oh, out? so different, different characters have different attacks. Some of them stop you. Some of them happen in the background and don't stop you from moving. So, yeah. Example, Kano. If I call out the knives, like I, I've been playing with Johnny Cage. Tip, like so. There's a move. If I use the laser eye with with Kano, it'll stop my character and he'll lean on my character and do the eye beam. Mm -hmm. um, so that'll stop. It's hard. You can't really combo with that yeah. specific attack. Yeah. So I, I noticed there's three kind of moves. There's the ones that lock you up. There's another one. And then there's the one that the only one that matters, the one that you can combo off, basically like Scorpion's one where he slashes. No, that's I would I would also say that's not true too because it's not always the one that matters. If you're only looking at combos, I think you're doing it wrong. Yes, you do want an assist that might help your combo, but what's more important, getting a long combo or opening up someone. So like with Kano, those knives in the in the in the ball roll you can set up some shit to kind of like trick your opponent into opening up and getting an attack. Like yeah. I switched off of Sonya Blade because Sonya Blade I was using with Johnny Cage and it was opening up for like big combo attacks without any meter. Like it, she works pretty well with him, but her other two attacks aren't really that effective. With Kano, his knife and his ball roll are both really effective tools to use in combat and also to string combos together. Like I, I'm, I'm doing combos with Johnny where I can pop about uh, right under 500 damage in one wow. combo. And uh, you don't need to any bar, any super bar. You just need to get the star lit up when that star is lit up phew, town. Uh, hmm. I watch Raiden's who, who use jacks. In fact, I just fought a Raiden who was um, using jacks. And fuck, just one touch and uh, 450 health is gone because he called that assist in twice to keep a juggle going to take half my health. Well, that's why you have a combo breaker, but you need a full meter to do that. But you need full meter to do that. So you yeah. can stop it once 
you're probably not going to stop it again in the same fight, depending on how it goes. You build yeah. the meter fast, but you need all three bars to cancel. So mm-hmm. then that becomes the idea of like, but that's why like in, in 11, you needed that bar to do combos in this one. You can use the bar to enhance your combos and you could do more damage, but you're running the risk of not being able to stop a major combo happening to you. So you've got to make those decisions and it it makes it a real interesting experience as far as like gameplay, because it brings a level of strategy that you have to decide what's better offense or defense. And it really depends on the character. There's some cameos that are really dope. Cyrax, Cyrax and Baraka is the craziest combo. I just fought one and I was watching some tournaments online and Baraka again, Baraka and Cyrax goodbye to half your health. If they touch you like it's, it's that it's that, and it's fucking wild. And it, it's crazy seeing that seeing is Raiden's got the same shit with Jackson and Cyrax. Johnny cage has it. Like all these characters have combos that take half your health. It's not specific to like hmm. one. So everybody's built that way. I feel like the characters are fairly balanced. I think the cameos aren't balanced too good in the game. There are certain cameos that just have some better tools. Every cameo at least has something to bring to the table. Um, I am curious to see if they'll do something like they did in 11, where you can like take out special moves and add in. I really think they should do that with cameo characters, not with the base characters, with the cameos. To yeah. maybe like give you some options on what you can use to 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 better use a cameo because a cameo will make it break you. Like it's so important to the gameplay of this. Like it's very interesting. Like I, I was watching a tournament where a guy was using um I think Cyrax, if I remember right, or another or uh Sector maybe. And he was he was just getting fucked up by this projectile game from Shang Tsung. Like he couldn't really get through the zoning. He switches cameo to Sub Zero, and Sub Zero gives you an ice shield that'll absorb hits of projectiles and stuff. He won the match. He won the he won the round. Uh, actually, he won the whole match with that. That cameo changed the game for him. Like that's really cool because it it really brings to the table some interesting like strategies and ideas on how to play. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, like when you really get into the actual combo mechanics. It's not because like which when Mortal Kombat, it's always about you have to memorize the certain strings, but also know the pathways you want to take. And in this game with the cameos, like when I've been playing with Johnny, I feel like there's so many pathways to a combo. And it really depends on the the cameo. Where in earlier Mortal Kombat's, everybody kind of used the same bread and butter combo that was like optimized for it. In okay. this one, some of it's you're still learning, but like depending on the cameo you use, it might completely change up the combo path- pathway that you need to know. So it's going to take a lot of practice and working with it to like get that down, especially for somebody like me who, you know, I kind of need that time in the lab to to get it down. Some people pick it up faster. Uh, I I I've, I don't know if I would switch cameos too much because I think it would fuck up. I would I would fuck up combos. Because yeah. I would have to take a different. We need path. the muscle memory of like which move yes. comes out. But again, that that really brings something interesting because like Kano, the way you connect combos with him is the knife throw. You can connect combos, you can juggle, you could do things like that to do big damage combos. 
But with Sonya Blade, it she jumps in the air and flies across the screen with a punch. You need to use different attacks with Johnny Cage to capitalize on on that damage, depending on which cameo you use. So mm-hmm. it it makes it a different play style almost with the same character because of the cameo. So it's, well, yeah, there's going to be synergy and shit and characters yes. that work better with other characters and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Mm-hmm. I mean, so, I don't know. I've I've had yo, I recently synergy back was my played... main in this game, bro. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I went back and played some of Eleven, and yeah, I think Eleven's just a better game. Uh, but this one plays really good. I I guess my issue is I just really hate assist fighters, and I really don't like like multi i like 1v1 stuff i like to just focus on my character so i'm a little annoyed that the whole the cameo thing is like it is half of the game there is no 1v1 it is this is what we do now and it's fine they already got their money and they'll continue to get whatever they release i'll buy just because i want my game to be complete but i think i need to i don't know what i gave this i think like an eight or more i gotta adjust my shit and it's a seven and a half it's a seven and a half after the fiasco with the story and just the, the gameplay I've been noticing, like they do have a lot of work to do patch wise. Um, there are a lot of bugs and like input bugs and whatever, which are over overlookable in a lot of senses. It's fine. It's Mortal Kombat. It doesn't really fucking matter. But um, I was just really high because the the beginning of the story mode is just so good that it really like it took it took about a week or so for the that to wear off and me to be able to look at the game. And just realize, like, man, like, I actually don't think this is a very good game right now. It's a good game. It is. But I don't think it's, like, better than 11. Yeah, I, I would disagree. I think it's definitely better than 11, Wrong. in my opinion. But, like, right. I like I like games right. like that, where you touch someone right. and you, you get it going and take half their health. Yeah, see, so I'm... Like, I'm like that Marvel versus Capcom shit is my yeah. jam. And uh, I think... Adding cameos brings a level of complexity to a fighting situation that um, is missing from something like 11 just just felt like a tightened up edition of 10 and 9. And this is like for being such a I would almost say a drastic change in direction on combat that they're nailing it pretty decently. Um for sure. Like I know I've seen some people have problems, but they have problems because it's effectively almost a different game than what 9, 10, and 11 are. It is. They are not used to it's an assist fighter. Yeah, they're not used to your Marvel versus Capcom. The I hit you in the ground, I jump in the air, I come back on the yeah, ground, my OTG yeah. shit and all that bounding and stuff. So that's the difference is with me, I like grounded ass fighting games with a lot of exchanges. So that's why I like like Street Fighter 4 and stuff like that because I want to I like I don't want to play rock paper scissors best 2 out of 3. I want to play best 8 out of fucking 14 or some shit. And yeah. So I like I like a lot of interactions, a lot of back and forth and with these kind of games it really is it's more like who can get touched, who can touch the other one 3 times is usually basically. And yeah, don't, it's- and don't drop your combo. Yeah, it's it is that and the 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 technicality of this game is is a is a bit more it's it's tighter on the combo strings than what it's yeah. been in previous ones because tying in the assist with the juggles and everything like it you got to work on your timing on a lot of it I, and like I've just been experimenting so much in the lab because there's so much different shit that you can kind of do and experience especially as you start experimenting with different cameos and stuff that. Um, 
Yeah, man. So I'm on the opposite spectrum that I, I like this. This isn't as bad as Marvel where like you lose a character in one breath. Like a, a lot of people like there are there are things in place in this that kind of stop that from happening too much to where like you blink and the match is over. Yeah. Whether it's like the combo breaker, which that there you didn't have that in Marvel. You get touched, that's mm-hmm. it. The only way you can break out of that combo is if they're switching characters in in the air. Then you might have a chance to break that. But other than that, you're stuck. Your next character comes out, try again. Uh, in this one, there's the combo breaker. There's the time limit on. Um, you can only use the assist twice, and then you got to wait for it to charge back up. Now it's constantly charging, so if you space out your usage, you should be fine. But a lot of these big, like massive, 500 damage combos require you calling out the assist two times. So if you're just saving the assist for combos then you're not using it as effective as maybe somebody else might be who's using it to open you up. Yeah. And so like, it's really just a roll of the dice on how that goes. Cause I mean like, look, Baraka and Raiden, I've seen some of the craziest combos with, but in the last CEO Taku tournament, they didn't, they didn't win it. It was havoc. And -hmm. he's considered one of the weaker characters in the game, but because of the strategy, like that character used, like the 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 guy used with those characters and stuff. Um, it's what helped win those match. In fact, there was like three havocs in the top eight, and he's considered low tier right now. Yeah, but they so, figured some kind of meta shit out with him. No, it's just it's just not going for the optimal. It's not all with this one. It's not all about doing the five hundred damage combo. Because like that's not gonna necessarily break it. Like it's fun to see it, and I've seen matches. I was watching another tournament with TNS and this dude would raid and just smash this dude in 10 seconds, touched him twice. He was done. Like it was crazy, but that doesn't always win it, especially once you start learning the match and seeing like where their mix-ups are, um, you, you can get around that for sure. And so it, it changes the game. Okay. So, um, yeah, I think it, I think it, of course it's going to need some more balancing. Um, yeah. I think oh, I, need, just, I need more content. We need characters which are coming, and yeah, I don't know what the fuck they're gonna do, but they need to do something about. This is the most bare bones shit they've ever given us. This fucking bullshit, fucking uh, uh, board game mode. Yeah, that was that's kind of trash. I'm making excuses for it. It's cool. It's cool and I in in concept and shit, and with all the yeah. cool little the unique characters with the name, very cool idea, and it'd be great. But like. Compared to what these people usually do, where's the where's the other one? Like there should be another mode. I don't think yeah. I'm being too greedy. This is what you've always done. This is very weird of you to just give us this one. No offense, really lazy ass mode. It's not even a real crypt. Like what the yeah. fuck? Where's the crypt? I, I also didn't like the fact that they tied like a good bit of cameos to playing the invasion. Like and in fact, I'm some of with the best- that. I got them all in an hour. Like I got them all in the first hour. Fair, and you don't have to play invasions. Like if you just play online, you'll actually unlock them too. You can just play the game. But, yeah, yeah. But I, I don't know. Like I just, mm, it, it, whatever. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I do, I do know there was a thing that they were talking about though. That apparently, if you go offline, um, yeah, if you go the, offline, your game is bare bones. You can only yeah. play like fucking versus. Well, not only that, you can't access any of the characters you unlocked. 
Yeah, you can't access Dude, your unlocked that's characters. Lame. Yeah. You can't access any costumes or colors you've unlocked. Every yeah, you go back to base roster, basically. That's insane. Base roster. Yeah, it's yeah. one of those online always. So it's like, sorry, we can't. And I had a couple of crash. I mean, it was the first week, fine. But I had a couple of crashes where, in the middle of my single player arcade ladder, it crashes my game, takes me to the main menu. Says, sorry, we lost contact with Mortal Kombat One servers. And I'm like, hey man, I was eight characters deep in a 12 character ladder. Like I have to do all that over again now because you decided that you couldn't read my inputs and know exactly how my PlayStation feels right now. Cause you want to see all of my diagnostic shit at every fucking moment while I'm online. You can't just trust that my system will pocket that information and send you an update once a week. Fucking pricks. Yeah, no, that that's the bullshit with it, man. Like, especially on arcade, like they should not, Stop in arcade mode, like arcade mode, like you bought the game. It should be in the game. It shouldn't be tied to online. Your costume shouldn't be tied to online. Your yeah. character shouldn't yeah, be tied. That's so I can understand if you're gonna do always online, do always online, right? But like, don't let me have an offline mode where if I'm not online, I don't get anything I earned in game. That's yeah, fucking crazy. That's really stupid. Yeah, yeah, it's bad. I'm I. I'm wondering if they'll do a patch to fix that. I, I've seen Reddit's now I shared that post actually in the Facebook group that we're in that that was what it was about mm-hmm. is the fact that somebody went offline and was like, Oh, I lost all my shit. Everything I earned is gone. I just have a bare yeah. bones game. Even the characters I unlocked, they're gone. I mean, look, I'll give it to them. The game is cool. It looks amazing. The characters are cool, cool. Yep. Reimagining, whatever. It's a good game. If you like fighting games, it's obviously a must buy. And if whatever, it's a good, good, cool. But for the standards of what we're used to, and honestly, what Netherrealm has been doing, I feel like it's a little bit not up to snuff. But it's still fucking great. I would, I would buy it again. You know, I, one one thing I find interesting with it that I, I actually do kind of like because I felt like a ten and eleven, they they would they did this thing where they like, oh, you can equip different stuff like uh armor and costumes yeah. 10 and, and 11 like, went too went too far with the customization and made it yes. hard for like it, we this is what's silly is 10 and 11 made it almost impossible to do like not impossible but made it very difficult to do like tournaments because yes. everyone has unique characters to themselves and you customize and this kind of took it back but i mean yeah um, i did like that they cut because like there was a thing in 11 where you had to put the slider onto tournament mode so it would cut out all the buffs or whatever you might have with your armor sets or whatever the fuck. Yeah. So um, this one just went like, oh no, there's here's a pallets and then costumes. Like there's not like gloves and jackets and all that. There, there's like Johnny Cage got sunglasses and then costumes. Yeah. They they kind of scaled it back a bit on that, and I actually did appreciate that. But the sunglasses make you take fifty percent less damage because your eyes are where everybody attacks. <laughs> yeah, right. no, that was good because eleven definitely has the best customization, but it's the worst because it's so cumbersome. One to unlock yeah. everything, and it's just the whole system is it's too much going on. Yeah. But then this game, it's not so bad, but it's like it's really like it's really low key. It's like yeah. two one or two things you can change. But it's fine. I'm okay with that. I'll let that slide. I just we we need these DLC characters and um I don't know. I, I yeah, mean the I, DLC I don't characters. think I'm ever gonna be content with it. Homelander in there, fucking Omni Man. Yeah, that'll be cool. Yeah, like it's it's definitely gonna be some cool shit. Ermac, um all that shit is gonna be 
Uh, this is going to shape up to be really good, uh, really good game. I'm curious to see how the tournament scene goes with it. Um, I've been seeing a lot of Street Fighter people coming over to MK now that I don't think were doing MK before. So mm. that's kind of interesting because um, okay. it, it is very different from typical MK games. Like I think I'll, actually this this edition I I think is maybe even like upset some of the regular Mortal Kombat players because it's so different yeah um, I, oh. I i really like it um but i'm curious to see if they if they stick with it and evolve this or if they just kind of go back to to basics again so with the next we'll edition see. but um yeah. yeah i'm enjoying this right now cool uh, that's it for my week i'm good all righty uh nate you want to do saw sure fuck yeah dude so i saw it so did you we saw saw 10 uh what'd you think Why don't you go in first? Okay. <laughs> so I thought it was fine. Um, I don't really like the Saw movies. I don't really like human-on-human human stuff, torture stuff. Uh, but I thought it was fine. It wasn't bad. Uh, I, I did have one really big, like, eek, like one big cringe, one of the, the hurty, the, one of the hurt-yourself moments. Uh, it made my, like, like, it made, like, my eyes water like i just i was trying i was like what the fuck and it just my body reacted like my skin got all tight and my eyes just started pouring water out of them oh, yeah. uh, it was it, just because of what i was looking at i was like oof man but um it wasn't bad i feel that near the end like most things they, they always try to ramp things up near the end so it gets kind of stupid at the end with the kid uh hey t- tip stop putting children in my fucking horror movies stop, unless you're <laughs> yeah gonna, especially a saw unless, movie Look, man, unless you're going to dismember them limb by limb, stop putting children in my vicious, violent horror films and making them like noble heroes. It's stupid, <laughs> but I thought it was fine. I would say like um, a six and a half or six. Yeah, I would say like a, like a six. I think... Uh... What what I didn't really enjoy was I felt like it was super melodramatic. Like it okay. was uh the whole thing with uh John Kramer. Yeah. Uh just dramatic for no reason. And I think that's well, he's why they're dying of cancer. So wait, is that is this the, the guy? same guy from the first one? Yeah, wasn't yeah. he always so, dying of cancer? Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. So this is so in a nutshell. Well, I don't know. I, I want to uh, Nate give us like just the, like uh, general thoughts and like a rating, so then we can say spoilers because I don't want to spoil it for people who do want to see it. But six, six. Oh yeah, you already did it. Uh, yeah. You said six. I said six. He says six. Eh, it's a Saw movie. If you like Saw movies, go see it now. Skip ahead five minutes if you don't want to hear spoilers. The general. I don't, think it's, I don't think it's the best Saw movie. I think you know the first one. First, first one. Yeah. yeah, definitely. But um, yeah. So apparently, what it is is he's still dying of cancer, and uh, he's like really like the the beginning that he's like how much he even says it like how much time do I got, Doc? He's like months, and the doctor's like, ah, not even. You know, like like you're gonna die soon. You have terminal terminal cancer. You're dying. And uh, he's going to like support groups of cancer support groups. And basically what it is, is he gets 
he gets uh, targeted by scammers. So they set up a, a set like a like a like a splinter cell. They set up a guy to like invade his life and like pretend to be a cancer survivor. He's like, and he sees him months later or weeks weeks later. And Great, and he's like, found this treatment, dude. You got to get this treatment. I'm gonna stop for a second. You're having, uh, I'm having vagina out, so, problems. Yeah, I'm gonna stop real quick. All right, we're back. Alrighty, so uh, repeating what I was saying. Basically, he gets scammed by some people who are like, "Come for this cancer treatment," and he believes it. And you believe it as a viewer. I did. You know, I was like, "Wow," and I was thinking, "What is going on?" I mean, obviously, he knew something was wrong. And then he finds out they didn't really give him any kind of treatment. They just stole his money. And then what does he do? He is like, oh, I'm going to go back and do my saw thing. So those are his victims, the cancer scammers. And that's I the like the idea that the saw guy who's like tricks people and does goofy <laughs> yeah. shit gets fucking elderly person scammed. Yeah, he gets like catfished by these people who trick him. They're pretty convincing. They're pretty convincing. And uh, yeah, so he goes in. A Nigerian so prince told him, yeah. "Hey, I got I got shit for you if you want to do your fucking saw shit it, with some free money." It kind of is that. So that was I found it was a cool setup because I was like, "How are they gonna like do the setup for this?" So it was a good setup. Uh, so that's like the whole gimmick of the movie. And then super spoilers. I just realized by the end of the movie, like he still terminally has cancer and is gonna die any moment. So like. The next movie is again going to be him like, I'm almost dying. <laughs> I'm even closer to terminal time. Didn't, didn't they like kill him off for like a quote unquote for like a few? Yeah, movies? I think Just, like, like other three people doing killed it? him off, right? Yeah, it was like then the yeah. one girl who was like his apprentice was doing it. She's in this. He's yeah. got his apprentice in training. She's I in do here. think he came back in like late because I saw a good bit of them over the years here and there not all in theaters just kind of there and i, I like how seth says theaters one. chris rock was yeah yeah that was like two or three i didn't no, see the no, last one it was like one of the last ones and yeah. I really i just it was spiral from the book of saw <laughs> yeah oh, okay i didn't yeah. see that no i heard it was pretty bad i remember that getting pretty this one's actually getting decent reviews from what i've seen yeah oh yeah me and nate are reviewing it um i forgot (laughs) um yeah this one isn't bad uh i don't know what what did you think about like the kills and stuff nate yeah i think the the kills are are you know they're good the body horror yeah that you know it's it's good for the franchise nothing nothing wrong with that it's just so it's like Aaron said, it's it's humorous. It's funny. Like John Kramer is this old man getting mm-hmm. scammed. He's and like, very old. <laughs> he's old, and he's like at a park bench, like drawing contraptions <laughs> for his yeah. next kill. Like, yeah, he as really is. Oh my gosh. He's as like he's, an old man sketching. And yeah, it's like he's, <laughs> as he's contemplating like his cancer treatment, he's like sketching his next little yeah, contraption. Geez. And this is my it's new trap over it someone's traps, head. It traps it's cancer weird. cells and kills them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it weird because you know, the movie plays this, you know, like you want to feel bad for John Kramer. And yet, uh, you know, I think that's why they bring the kid in, too. Like, because they bring oh. the kid in, like, to make you like, oh, he's a good guy. Jigsaw's yeah. a good guy. Look, the kid likes him. Yeah, the girl's like, who's that? And he's like. A friend. 
<laughs> Dude, you do that voice really well. I've died of cancer. I fucking hate this guy, man. It's so it, the movie was so stupid. But like, so there was one kill I liked. It's got the girl strapped to a chair, and uh, he gives her like it's a saw that's like a rope. So it's like a it's like a wire saw with two handles on the end. And what he tells her she has to do is just cut her leg off. So she's got to cut off her own leg. So she puts the wire under her thigh and she needs to rock back and forth and saw her leg off. That was the part where like, I was like, oh, this is going to be terrible. And like she does it. She does it once and just goes and just lets out a blood curling screen. And that's when like my eyes just started watering. And I just thought about like the pain, I'm like, man, that must be fucking horrible. There's also good body horror with that kill with that girl. Like she cuts her own leg off. And then, uh, and then a machine cuts her head off, and then her body kind of like flops to the floor. And I thought that it was a really good body flopping onto the floor th- moment. Yeah, I just thought all it that looked... classic saw. Yeah, but he's he's not jigsaw in this. Like he's, he's not, not. He's himself. He he doesn't wear. There's no costume. There's, I mean, yeah. jig, the well the, puppet, the girl the puppet comes out just to give like a dish. Like he brings out the puppet. Yeah. Uh, the girl? Oh yeah. Well, I mean, the girl wears like the cloak and the pig mask and shit when she's the, kidnapping them all. Yeah. Um, Is it the same girl from two or yeah. whatever? Oh, really? I thought it's she died same, too. No, it's the same weird like backwater girl. <laughs> yeah. Um, Hi, yeah. I'm gonna <laughs> help you. <laughs> yeah. Um. So yeah, the kills are fine. I so I did notice this with the. I guess it's only two of them. So like two or maybe three of them. So he sets up like a task for them, which is usually, you know, do something really, really bad to yourself uh, and then you'll live. And but if you don't, this other really bad thing will happen. So he has like, I think one example is like, I don't know, man, like cut your hands off or I'll cut your head off. And what ends up happening, like at least twice is the person like so the girl that has to cut her leg off, she needs to cut off her leg and then take a vacuum tube and shove it into her femur bone to suck oh. the marrow out of her. B- oh, because yeah. he wants the marrow transplants. So, yeah, like it. whatever. I he's like, for my yeah, cancer. he's <laughs> like, I need three ounces of bone marrow. So like he has her fucking do it. So she cuts her own leg off, which is one, like she cuts her own fucking, you're not doing that. You're going to black out from shock, but she cuts her own leg off. Then she grabs the tube and like shoves it into the bone and she, it's sucking out the marrow and it's measuring three ounces. And obviously it hits three, it hits almost three ounces as the clock hits zero, like literally right there. But up, technically, it's a machine, so it caught the it caught the zero, and it cuts her head off. And then another guy, it's like, do this specific thing, or you'll I'll fucking cook your brain in a metal god pot. And the guy like almost does it, but he does everything, but he still cooks his face in a proc, uh, in a god pot. Well, isn't that so, always those movies like? Well, it's because they want to show cut both your own sides tits off, and then they cut their tits yeah. off, and he's like, "And now I'm still yeah. kill you." <laughs> well, I'm yeah, he, he did save that, that that girl that's with him was one of the victims that survived. Oh, you're right for the first yeah. movie, right? I think, right? Yeah. Well, right everybody movie. who survives ends up like loving him because they show he shows them yeah. to to appreciate life. He's yeah. like, but uh, I got cancer. <laughs> but he finds a way. That they fucking to show you all sides of all the kills. Um. And then, I mean, I was going to bring up the, the, the little kid thing next, Nate. Uh, so, like, whatever. Like, he meets... So, he goes to this retreat. Like, it's a retreat to... Like, a cancer retreat, whatever. And um, 
you know, there's families, there's people there, and there's a little boy kicking a soccer ball. So he makes friends with the little boy. So near the end of the movie, the little boy shows up, and they're like, "Oh, let's get the little boy." And there's twists and turns and stuff. People are turned, you know, turned, you know, becoming good guys, bad guys, whatever. And they capture him. So they capture uh, John Car. What is his name? John Kramer. And he, they catch him. And after they catch him, and they, they're like, "Get into your own machine." And he, oh no, he gets into a machine. And then they hear a noise. What's that? Oh, it's the little boy outside. And they're so mad at him, John Kramer. They're like, you know what we're going to do? We're going to kill an innocent because we see, because they're like, well, you kill people. Cause he's like, yo, you guys are evil. You're hurting people with cancer who are terminal and stealing their money when they have, that's all they have left. And they're like, we're not hurting anybody. Fuck you. You kill people, dog. And he's like, no, I help people realize they're alive and, and whatever. He like, they, the movie tries to trick you that he's noble and make him like a noble cause. So they're like, we're going to kill this little boy because he's innocent and that would hurt your feelings. So they told her they get the little boy and they put him in the machine with him because obviously it's a two person death trap. Um, he didn't stop me at any point, Nate, jump in. But this is what annoys me at the end. So the final death trap. It's like a little boy and John Kramer foot to foot laying down in front of each other. And each of them is on like a, like a, pla like on a bed. And they each have a lever. And if I pull my lever, it's going to raise my thing up and it's going to lay you down. And if you pull your yeah, lever... Meanwhile, the whole time, John Kramer's like whimpering. He's like, no, not the little boy. Don't, yeah. don't do this <laughs> yeah. to the little boy. Like <laughs> whimpering. Yeah. Jigsaw. Whimpering. <laughs> yeah. So basically, whoever pulls their lever gets lifted up while the other person gets laid down. And then the like uh, an infinite faucet pours blood on their face like a like waterboarding, and basically what it you know if it keeps pouring water on like blood on your face like you're gonna drown eventually basically. So they start the machine and it's drowning John Cr no it's drowning the little boy and John Kramer goes no and he pulls the lever so okay so now it raises the little boy and John Kramer is now being drowned by the blood and he's like oh my god. And the little boy, we see the little boy, he looks up and he's like, Mr. Kramer, no. So the little boy's like, I will help. So like the little boy pulls his lever. So it's okay. You can breathe. I'll drown. I'll drown. So they start fighting over who, like, no, little boy, I'll pull the lever. He's only could drown me instead. And the little boy's like, no, but I will drown for you, Mr. Kramer. And they do this for like 10 fucking minutes. Eventually it stops, whatever. They they beat the machine. Also, by the way, coincidentally, the most non-brutal killing machine he's ever made is coincidentally the one him and a little boy get stuck in. <laughs> and then afterwards, he's like wiping the blood from the little boy's face and he's like, you are a warrior. And I'm just like, fuck <laughs> you, dog. Fuck you. And like Mr. The Jigsaw being a noble hero now. Fuck this little stupid fucking kid showing up and being like, a, oh, I'm, so, I'm such a fucking brave soldier hero. No, no, you're not. I hate you. I hate this movie. I hate everything about it. It's it's fine. It's it's a Saw movie. Yeah. I don't it's... like the movies. I don't like Saw movies. I shouldn't have seen it. But it wasn't bad. Sorry. Go ahead, Nate. <laughs> it sounds bad. <laughs> it's just stupid. It's just I... so stupid. When it goes on streaming, you have to see the stupid thing at the end, the little kid. Like, they're making the little kid. Oh, he's so brave. That little shit would be crying. And it's fine. I get it. Please stop putting children in my horror movies and making them noble heroes. Please. Nose to uh, sympathize Jigsaw. But I think you know the the it the movie is a you know saw it's it's become 
the franchise has become this melodramatic thing where it's like this whole entire jigsaw family is fighting for the the position of the next jigsaw and it's like no but i'm the brother the distant cousin and the detective and and uh but it serves its purpose like if you're watching saw you're not watching it for the uh dramatic you know for the drama you know the body gore perfect you know the the kills are good uh my my only problem is that a lot of these movies they like the characters get a little cartoony like they just they're not a hundred they're not real they're just kind of like these uh shallow one dimensional you know uh terrifier terrifier yeah uh, slasher ho- body yeah. horror couldn't even get but, through it but they they lean into it like art art the is a cartoon like yeah, the, yeah. oh yeah. <laughs> Like I would say that some of the acting is very cartoonish, like the main girl or the final girl, like they're all a little cartoony too in it, but uh I feel like Saw for the tenth franchise, for the tenth one, I don't know. I guess I was expecting like we're gonna take it a little more serious or we're gonna I don't know. But uh I think it does serve its purpose. So if you're a fan of the genre you're gonna or the of Saw, I think yeah. you might as well finish it. You might as well see the last one. Is this to be the last one? No, the movie ends no, and he's still not. alive. Like the you're movie, right. did you see the post credit scene? <laughs> yeah, you're right. Yeah, there's a post credit scene where he's like, "I'm killing more people." And it's just like <laughs> and the, the detective, <laughs> the, the detective guy shows up. Yeah, the detective dude. So they're like Wait, building more shit. Chris Rock? Like no, no, no uh, there's a white Wahlberg. guy. No, 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 oh, no, no. He was just some one, other guy. He? Yeah, I think he was. It almost it almost looks like um John Favreau's assistant. No, it, it, you know what it looks like? It looks like John Favreau with the long hair from Iron Man. Okay. But not yes. really. It's just like some kind of like kind of chubby white man, <laughs> kind of detective cop. He shows up at the very end. I yeah, mean, he yeah, was, it's uh, not... he was in the uh Saw 5. So... I don't know. I think right I saw as, one in right two. Right as Jigsaw said, I'm killing more people. <laughs> Yeah. it's just fucking it's not bad if you like the saw movies go see it it's another saw movie but i um, don't think i've ever watched a full saw movie i think i maybe watched saw one but they're not very I, good but i don't I, you know torture porn for me i feel like it's just lazy honestly like what you say lazy yeah uh i mean they it's a I feel cool like idea. it's just like look at this gross stuff spooky right i got ya, and it's like hmm well, the thing is, is they make a thing about it where he, he, you know, if he sees that you're a thief, he puts you in a thing, in a, in a trap you where you'll think about, teeth. yeah, it's some shit like that. The only problem is, is he like severely maims you every time. Like, dude, can yeah. I get one where like I get to keep my dick or like my thumbs at least, <laughs> bro? Yeah, it should have stopped probably at like two or something. Like, I think you get the point after that. Mm. I don't know I mean, how it stretched as long. I think as the first three were all pretty good. But yeah, I don't remember as much as the third one, but yeah, I remember the first two weren't terrible. Like, and I mean, it's like a kind of interesting idea on the face in the beginning. Um, yeah, but, yeah you get I think I, I think I'm okay with this being a series. Like, this seems like the type of shit they should make fucking twenty of. You know, like, but I yeah, think like true. let the let the guy die. 
Well, like, yeah, I was. I, was just about to say I would agree. Yeah, go ahead and make twenty. Bro, so, give me new saw dudes, right? He's like, so fucking old, bro. He's mad <laughs> old in this movie. He looks like he's gonna die at any moment. He looks so. He looks like John Carpenter, man. Like he looks like he's dude. gonna die. But John Carpenter <laughs> yeah. looks great. Let's no, he doesn't. Uh, he looks like he's gonna die, dude. He's old. No way. I think where Saw starts messing up is uh, like with the whole we need to replace Jigsaw, and then they start introducing characters where they because the first three Saws, it's just John Kramer, and he's yep. still wearing the mask. He's still Jigsaw, so there's no like personification or empathy. Like we're we're gonna make this this uh, serial killer like make him a little more real for you. Yeah. And then well, after, this, after the third the one, they started was different. Cause that's when the girl came in and the third one, he's in the hospital bed and she's like taking care of him. Yeah. It felt like that was a wrapped up story. The first three should have been like, yeah, yeah. that could have been it. And then they could have just like restarted, yeah. you know, the saw new beginnings or some stupid shit. Um, yeah. Yeah, I bet you fine. didn't saw that coming. But, but you know what sucks? I can already see that he's going to die, and then there's going to be a movie come out, and it's going to be like, I recorded this before I died. And it's going to be like a whole <laughs> shit of him just being like, and I knew you would be here because I recorded this. And it's just, I hate this, man. It's But it's good. It's fine. It's dumb. It's... I don't really tie shit like this to horror and to well, it's and to like Halloween. Like this human on human violence shit, I don't really count because um, it's not scary, it's not spooky, it's just uh, kind of just unsettling, an upsetting kind of. So yeah, I'm so surprised it's, that's this is getting like a. Well, maybe I'm not that surprised with the writer's strike, but I, I am kind of surprised that it was getting a theatrical release instead of just being a streaming thing. I felt like this franchise feels like it's at the point where I could see maybe a streaming service being like, yeah, we'll do another one. It's a big name, though. It is. But it's like Final Destination. It's a, it's a, it's a yeah, huge franchise a name. New Final Destination for streaming? Recently. Final Destination. Yeah. Has Mary Elizabeth Winstead in it, so it's amazing, and it's the best movie series ever. That's oh, it. they did. It's called The Final Destination, I think, the re- most recent one. Yeah, I thought it yeah, was Yeah, it's the one where the main character finds out they have cancer. Yeah, <laughs> fuck but, yeah, dude. But to be oh, fair, to be fair, it might have been Nature's Real Rob Goldberg Machine. I've got cancer. It's taken my tits. Sorry, Seth. Oh, yeah, I was just look, saying, I think the, the Final Destination might have went straight to streaming due to COVID if it came out that recent. I don't know. So maybe good. it would have got a theatrical release otherwise. All right. Um, but I don't know. I just felt like at this point, yeah. it probably should go that direction, but whatever. Yeah, whatever. It's a six. Um, You know what you're getting into. Like, go, you know, see it if you want. But if you don't want to, don't. Because it's not good. But a girl cuts her leg Damn. off, you know. And a little, uh, to... a, a little Mexican boy is very brave. He's a the warrior. Mine would be <laughs> cut off your lips. You get to choose which ones. <laughs> I think he does. Um, I think there's a girl that they talk about where she was like a model and he made her cut her top lip off. Well, no, but I'm talking about, you know. You get to choose between. Your, oh. Cut off your lips, you know. Yeah. You know it means saying? vagina. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, that's what we think. What did you guys think about Castlevania Nocturne? 
Well, I'm only about. I, I don't know how, how many episodes is uh, Nocturne actually. I didn't eight. think to look eight. Okay, so I'm eight, so I'm, I'm actually like yeah, I'm actually halfway through five, and I'm really enjoying it. Um, it's pretty good. Yeah, it, is this now? My Castlevania lore is not as as good. I'm shaky on some of the games. I've played some over the years. But. So this is Richter, who was in Bloodlines, I believe, and then in the beginning. No, Bloodlines of is of the Sega Night. Genesis. Yeah, this Bloodline. is what I was going to ask: Is does this story leading to Symphony of the Night? Hold yes. on, wait. Bloodlines is the Sega okay. Genesis one with John Morris. Uh, you're thinking Rondo of Blood. Okay. Castlevania Rondo of Blood is the first Richter game, I believe. And then, yeah, they they pop him in. And also Dracula X. <laughs> Dracula uh, X they, is what I'm thinking of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then, um, which I think Dracula X might be Rondo of Blood. I don't know. Don't quote me. I think that's when the, right. there's I a think couple. It's Dracula X, Rondo they're of Blood. similar, something like that. Yeah. And um, and then he, yeah, then, then you can play the end of that game at the beginning of Symphony mm-hmm. of the Night, which would be really cool. Yeah, because I know the big thing with Symphony is Richter is like under Dracula's control or some shit like that, right? Isn't he in the game? But like, yes. yeah, it's something like it's that. In the castle, something mm-hmm. like that. So this is this well, show yeah, is when, giving with Richter this... his like origin. Like you're seeing like his origin story on. Yeah. yeah. So in Symphony of the Night, when you beat the game, <laughs> when you get to the center of Dracula's castle in Symphony of the Night, you fight Richter and you yes. defeat Richter and you beat Symphony of the Night. What you need to do is you need to find these special sunglasses and you need to wear them during the Richter fight so you can see this little magic orb in the same in the room that is controlling his mind. And you yeah. kill the orb instead of Richter, and that's how you get to the upside down castle. And Why? also like the second half basically the second half of the game is a hidden thing, which yeah. is pretty crazy. Yeah, it's fucking great. The upside that down castle, game's... bro. Yeah, yeah, that's just God, that's a good game. Fuck yeah. yeah, dude. Rondo of Blood is not a good game. It's a very, very bad, bad <laughs> game. Is it? Yeah. That is a bad Castlevania game. It is imp- impossibly difficult. It is very, very hard. There is another character, another playable character, a little girl, and she has these projectile birds that make it a little easier. Oh, yeah, oh she's, she's in the, in the show. show. Marie. Yeah. Yeah, Marie. Yeah. Um, but uh, Shit, but the I didn't game... Realize. Yeah, the game is cool because it's a Castlevania game, but there are some parts of the game that are just so unfun that you realize, like, oh, this isn't made as well as a lot of the other ones. And I mean, also, I'm not going to lie, Castlevania 1, 2, and 3, classics, amazing, wonderful. They're cool, but I mean, after you've played Symphony and, like, new shit, those are really hard games to play. They're they're fucking old. Those games are so good because they have RPG into them, you know? Like, Symphony and then you get into the Game Boy stuff and that shit. You know, th- those Game Boy games were great, or Advance, whatever. Yeah, were, yeah. You know what yeah Game Boy Advance and then 3DS uh, yeah. Metroidvanias. Those fucking, they're great. And also, if you never played those, there's Castlevania Advance Collection, where you can play all of the Game Boy Advance Castlevanias uh, so, on current gen. To answer your question, Seth, then yes, this is leading up to a Symphony of the Night show. Because we had Alucard with um, Trevor and Sypha in, yes. you know, Castlevania, the series, and then now this is Richter with Marie, which if you're saying she was in yeah. Blood, this is leading up into that beginning yeah. of Symphony of the Night where you play as Richter and then, you know, the rest nice. of the game happens. So that's really cool. I didn't realize. Is this a time jump then from, I yes. guess, 
Yeah. Your stuff with Alucard and, and yeah. I believe this is like a descendant of Trevor and Sypha, maybe third generation away. I think it's like... Well, he's a Belmont for sure. Yeah. No, yeah, yeah, but his mom is not Sypha, so we know he's not their kid. So I think he might be their grandchild. Yeah, you see what happens to his mom in the first episode. Fuck yeah, dude. Yeah, he's a little bitch, though. I was like, you idiot. Like, his mom was awesome, and she had that shit. And then he's like... Yeah, and shoots like one magic burst and then gets her killed. And you're like, you idiot. Well, it's even worse what happens in the fourth episode when he finally. Yeah, and he fucking runs like a little bitch. Yeah, 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 yeah. But he's cool. And I'll say so the thing with all the cat, uh, the Netflix Castlevania shit is the animation is fucking dope. When they Mm -hmm. go 3D, it doesn't look great, but the standard like 2D animation is fucking awesome. Like every fight scene is super cool. It's, it's yeah, great. It's very good. I, I'm excited for the Devil May Cry shit that they're coming with. Yeah, Dude, that's wild. Yeah, it's a yeah. legit ass anime like this. Is it Eddie Shankar yes. again? Yeah, yeah, I believe, so. I believe oh. it's also tied into the Castlevania world. Too. It is. Say oh he said my that. god! So he's doing so like a awesome. cinematic universe, and so he didn't do. It's something Bar- Chris Barker's doing Nocturne because I think Eddie Shankar moved on to. Um, Devil May Cry. So he gave yeah. over. You know, it's still. I think um, he has probably some producer his credits, or credits or something like that. If I'm not mistaken, when yeah. in this show, yeah, yeah, he probably is still like executive producing or whatever. But I would love after Devil May Cry for them to do Onimusha. Onimusha would be fucking yeah. dope. Onimusha would be perfect because it's it's samurai shit and it's like super demonic. It's yeah, just, it would be perfect. It would fit right into this world, you know, because like, yeah. The idea of mixing Devil May Cry with Castlevania makes perfect sense, right? Because demons sense, are yeah. known to exist, and you know, Dracula's yeah. not the ultimate evil; he's just the ultimate evil for the Belmonts. You know. Have yeah. you seen uh, the memes where they mix Castlevania with what we do in the shadows? No, but I <laughs> love it. They take uh, they take screenshots of of Castlevania, but they'll put the. The words, you know, the yeah, the, like Nandor the speech from what yeah, we do I in kept, the shadows. I'm not surprised. <laughs> when watching this, I kept thinking about what we do in the shadows and how the vampires were there. It just kept coming to mind, and yeah, that makes perfect sense. They're Isn't cranky. Wesley Snipes in What We Do in the Shadows as Blade? Basically, he is well, not <laughs> yeah, he actually is. You're right. He's on yeah. a TV screen and he's a daywalker. He's a daywalker. <laughs> <laughs> so good. I need to watch that show. I just haven't. It's one of those things like, you know, there's just things you know you need to watch and you're supposed to watch and you just don't. Yeah, that was me with this show, too, until I finally was like, fuck, I got to turn on. My brother kept saying every time I'd get on and play Baldur's Gate, he'd be like, it disappoints me. You haven't watched the show. (laughs) (laughs) All right, man. I'm a fucking disappoint me. I have cancer. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, for sure. I'm dying. I've got a month. <laughs> yeah, um, I'll yeah, give a full I'm rating right yeah. right now. I mean, Castlevania as a series was like a ten out of ten for me. I love that show. Like, I would mm. probably say it's like a nine and a half out of ten just because of the CG stuff. But you know, pure enjoyment wise, it's so fucking good. And this is really good too. I still miss Trevor. Uh, I miss Trevor and Alucard. You know, I I liked and Sci-Fi. I actually really liked all the characters in Castlevania, but um. Mm. This one's cool. I I don't know. I'm I'm excited to continue. Yeah. I did 
I also did start the most recent episode of um, Ahsoka, but I haven't finished it, so I didn't want to talk about it yet. And the finale up- comes out this week. Oh, hell yeah. And I'm up and to Loki date. And starts this week. Fuck. And I'm up to date with Wheel of Time, which this season of Wheel of Time has been fucking great. I'm really enjoying it. Um, oh, is it? Yeah. I'll tell you what, Should though. Have watch it. Ahsoka's really redeeming Hayden Christensen for me. Because, again, I never thought he was the problem in, you know, for Anakin. Anakin was just poorly written. But this, you're, like, seeing a side of him that's just nice. You know, it's nice to see what they skipped in between episodes two and three, where, like, they tried to cover it with just, like, a master. Remember when we were in the war on Tatooine or, you know, some dumb thing like that? Right. And you're like, I'd rather see that. <laughs> they tried to give you like we're well, I we're think best it's friends. In Clone Wars. Yeah, but... yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's what they used for Clone Wars, and that's why everybody's like more forgiving of I think the prequels after they've watched Clone Wars. But I didn't do that's that. You know, probably true. Yeah. But yeah, it's been nice to see him get more and like be able to be mm-hmm. more personable because Anakin was annoying in those movies, basically <laughs> start to finish. So. But I'm hyped for Loki. I didn't even realize it was starting soon. So I knew it was starting yeah, soon. I just, yeah. yeah, it's the fifth, I think. I hope they really bring it back. I mean, the first Loki show was was pretty solid. Uh, yeah. I hope oh, this one great. is better than some of the shows we've been getting so far. So that would be good. Yeah. WandaVision and Loki season one were my favorite so far. Yeah. They I were kind of like Hawkeye a lot, a lot too. Yeah, I actually know it. Simple. Oh, Hawkeye yeah. Was pretty good actually for that yeah i agree and also um isn't next year um daredevil born again supposed to oh, be oh yeah dropping mm-hmm. as well but the writer strike might have put up a, a little bit the writer of strikes oh, over yeah, yeah it's over now but <laughs> okay yeah. but i mean yeah, they, they, might have have they wanted yeah yeah that yeah, acting strike good. is not over but yeah fuck actors dude no one cares about them <laughs> 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 Anyways, anything else? Oh, we got questions, right? Yeah, we got a couple of questions, Ian. Uh, next week should be fun. Next week is going to be The Exorcist, which is cool. I'm going to go see that. In, I'm going to go see that in 4DX. You want to go see it in 4DX, Aaron? Um, sure. Friday or night. Nate. When is that? Or Nate? Next. Oh, oh yeah, that's Nate. this Friday. Holy <laughs> yeah, fuck. I just realized. Do you guys want to do 4DX? That's where the she, the seats move. I've never done it. The seats move, they spray water on, on you. you, there's like smells and shit. <laughs> spits on, spits you. on you. Yeah, dude. Ooh. It's I don't like know. We'll, they're trying to gross you out, but I'm like, uh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we'll figure it out. Uh, so yeah, so there'll be Exorcist. That should be cool. I'm down for that. Yeah. And um, God fucking damn it, I'm probably going to talk about Assassin's Creed. So Oof. so yeah, but we did get some, uh, we got a couple write-ins. So somebody did say that the, the singing in Castlevania Nocturne was... Uh, bad. Yeah, it ain't great. It ain't great. <laughs> they said episode two of Castlevania. The singing was terrible. Um, they said, "Hey, did any of you guys binge Castlevania Nocturne? Like I did. I really enjoyed it. I would put it. At, I would put it and previous seasons up against any video game adaptation. What do you think?" Damn. So I could definitely. I do hope I guess about video game adaptations. Um, yeah, you yeah. know more about them than I do. I, I didn't really fuck with yeah. them. Yeah. One, one, okay. thing the, one thing on the singing, it was really bad to have that singing moment through like a big fight scene yeah. in like <laughs> one of the last episodes where like they, they make a point of this singing 
And then they have a whole fight scene where the singing is the backdrop. And it's like, all right, man. Yeah. <laughs> it's better in though in that time. The first one where he's singing for the bird was real bad. Like he is his voice sounded bad. Then they show him like singing opera and it's it's okay. It's it's not yeah. great, but yeah, at yeah. least it was better quality. I don't know. But yeah, and then they I don't know. His design as a demon is really cool though. Yeah, no, I'd agree to that. Um, as far as adaptions go, I mean, yeah, this is some of the top tier animated adaption stuff. I mean, oh, some yeah. of the adapt adapted video games, because like, I feel like this and like, for instance, Jesse already called it out when he's talking about the game and the chick with the bird attacks and they're like doing that shit. Um, they're doing all the shit with the whips and stuff with Richter. Like, I mean, it seems oh, like, like as, yeah, like it seems like they're really adapting it, like the creatures and the the characters and stuff from the game. I don't know what the story is of Rondo. Uh, uh, do you know like exactly? No, I would have to I go back and look. Those older games, though, they didn't really have very in depth story. I feel like there's a no. lot of room for interpretation. Well, you needed to get like the instruction manuals, which would give you a little write out and tell you. Yeah. But it's usually just. Dracula showed up again. What do we do? Yeah. Um, so I would say, yeah, this is how it stacks. Most adaptions oh. are like a tough watch to get through. I think just yeah. recently we've gotten some solid adaptions. Um, I would well, say on, before though, you start naming some, because I want to name some too. But before with the Castlevania thing, I did notice watching season one. Yeah, I can see like the game. I can see where yeah. like like so I see a part where he's going into the city that's been like, destroyed by the the monsters and shit. And I realize that he sneaks in. He has to like he's almost gonna kill this one guard, but he finds a way around him, and then he gets into the city, and then he's yeah. in the church talking to the priest. And I'm like, bro, this is like Castlevania too. This is like going into the city and having like a guard or two to get around, and then going into the church and like healing and talking to a priest. I'm like, mm -hmm. oh, I can, and I and like the whole like in Castlevania too. When you have that's the one that has the most RPG open world shit. I'm like, oh, this is a perfect city for it. Like the city is almost dead. It's barely anyone's left. So there's only a couple people around. That's why there's only a few people to talk to here and there. Uh, there's monsters roaming around because the place is all destroyed. So I could see like the video game in the show. So it's cool to hear that like, oh, uh, Marie's got the birds and he's doing the whip stuff. So that means like what I've been kind of catching, like, oh shit, like they're making sure to put influence yeah. from the game into this shit uh which is dope and also i realized what you're saying aaron earlier like oh they're working their way up they're working their budget up so that they yeah. can do a mm -hmm. symphony of the night spectacular yeah. mm -hmm. and um i don't know i saw a reddit thing that i think it was a spoiler it was somebody complaining about the new series and it said i can't believe that by now we and i saw one line and it said still haven't fought dracula so I'm like, holy fuck, am I about to watch six seasons of a show and they never fight Dracula? Yeah, no, that's, no. yeah okay, that's, that's something you have to see for yourself. I would say, though, that they... Yeah, don't even tell me. But that makes me realize, like, oh, they're really building this shit up and we're going to have, like, a three-season Symphony mm -hmm. of the Night blowout with a giant Dracula fight. Oh, yeah. yeah, they, yeah. <laughs> um, I, I would say, though, that this, this is about as good as it gets. I think the only thing I can think right now that's better or at least on par is probably the last of us yeah i was gonna say last of us is probably up there i don't i don't know anything that really nails an adaption as good as last of us where um, like the, the the show i mean there's scenes that's like oh i remember that from the game like i remember that area from the game 
and yeah. it really did a fantastic job as adaptions go. I'm not talking about quality of shows or how like good or bad. Yeah, but how is. faithfully adapted something is. Yes. Yes. Um, not, all right. It's, it's not a Last of Us is not a hundred percent faithful. They do, you know, uh, change yes. things, little yeah. narrative liberties. Yeah. Yes, they do. But I mean, almost everything does. I don't know if anything that's like one hundred percent adapted something like, um, like for instance, like Sin City. Uh, that movie one hundred percent adapts the comic book line for line, shot for shot. Like that's yeah. an adaption. Um, a video game, especially when you adapt older video games, story was kind of sparse. There's a lot of room for interpretation that I think this this show is doing. And I also think with The Last of Us, they took liberties to, you know, change things a bit that were still faithful to the spirit of the game, but at least gave fans of the game like something different than just knowing every twist and turn that's coming your way. Yeah. But like a lot of the characters and like the world itself was like straight lifted, like from the game, like in appearance and and, and things like that. Um, I mean, the recent Sonic movies were pretty good adaptions, but um, again, there's a lot of room for interpretation. What about Mario? Yeah, the new Mario Man, movie, the new one was a pretty good like adaption of just a lot of themes. But Mario itself doesn't really have like a story in a sense to save the princess for like a yeah. lot. Of it. That's a story. Um, well, it's a story, but like it, there's not like a bunch of beats to hit throughout, right? Like there's not. So like you have a lot of room for interpretation on on those things is the point I'm making. So as far as like being faithful, um, um, but they, they nailed a good bit of stuff there. I mean, I'd say Devil May Cry anime is pretty good, but they make him like Strawberry Shortcake or Strawberry yeah, Sundays. It's weird that Dan, Don, Devil May Cry, I would almost say, is not as much of an adaption as much as like a sequel to the series. An, yeah, an adaptation. Yeah, um, like it's it's yeah, it's not recreating something from the games and as, as okay. much as like telling enough, a, is, a new story. It's another and, story, you're right. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, this could be... I mean, uh, the new Mortal Kombat wasn't so bad. It's pretty fucking cool. Uh, it's kind of the Cole stuff really fucking. Let me take that back. The yeah, new Mortal Kombat no, is stupid, know, dog. Yeah, yeah it's sucks. bad, dude. It's bad. It sucks because of Cole. Just why did you? Why didn't you just put <laughs> Liu Kang in it, dude? Just put Liu Kang in well, when, it. What are you doing? When they, they did, do, they just moved him to the side. Like, he was I, there. I love when they adapt. You know something you know with like a good history and then they're like what if we made our own character though and you're yeah, like why do <laughs> there's like a million there's a million characters and they're like what if we made a but really bad one and that was our guy they've been they did that in street fighter the movie they did street fighter the movie the game and they added this dude uh sawada captain sawada we're not gonna put him in the games <laughs> what are you doing you just wasted resources man but I mean, this Castlevania shit is pretty fucking good. I haven't seen every video game adaptation, but I mean, the best other best I would say I've is seen almost Fighter. all of them by now. I mean, I've been doing the fucking podcast on it for almost five years, six years, watching these movies like every other week. Have, every yeah, like, adapted, so I'm almost there. <laughs> I, I know I haven't seen the Mass Effect one, which I have now, and I haven't seen the Bayonetta one yet. Um, yeah, there, there's certain ones like that that I almost don't count so uh, there was one that we covered recently that was like 
Dead Space. I think it was Dead Space. That it was the animated yeah. movie. No, yeah. no, I'm it's sorry. Like no, Dante's, Dante's Inferno. Oh, Dante's I just watched Inferno. that. I have that. Yeah, it's an animated movie, and it's like exactly the game. Yeah, like, it's okay. Uh, yeah, and it, like I guess as far as adaptions go, it's like faithful as fuck, right? But it's like, but with something yeah. like that, that's where you question: was it good to like 100% adapt the game? Because like I feel like you gave me a subpar version of the game. Like if I played the game, oh, I yeah, they give you a cliff more, note. Yeah, it's like a cliff note version of the game. So if you don't feel like playing the game then watch that fucking animated movie and you'll get the cliff notes and fine. I think it was fine. I just think that oh, it was, it. and maybe I'm being an asshole, but I think that it was just a little cheap. Like, I think that like, oh, it was, it was the, I think like early two thousands, right? When that see, came out. Yeah. It seemed like the budget was, I'm thinking the tens, but it seems uh, like the budget, like they told them like, you can animate half the frames that you want to animate. Cause like yeah. for a lot of it, I was looking at like, it would be like, uh, I forgot the character's name, but uh, or Dante in the fucking yeah. game, it's Dante, even though it's not him. Uh, it, he'll just be standing there talking to someone, and it's just one frame that doesn't move, and it's poorly drawn, and it's just mm-hmm. ugly. And I found that happening like almost every like minute, just having like a, a non-moving main character on the main screen, and they're just really poorly drawn, and it's just like there's no excuse for this, dog. Like that looks like you had to rush this drawing out, and it seems like that for most of it, except for the first ten minutes. Th- those are amazing, and then you get fucking thirty minutes in, and it looks like shit for the most of it. Oh, there was a worse one they did, which was a uh, Heavenly Sword, which was again. Oh like, God, wasn't almost, that like three D? Yeah, it was bad. It yeah. was it was really bad. It but it was like uh, an adaption of the game, like fairly close there were there were a few differences though unlike dante's inferno i think was like almost 100 percent yeah um exactly just the game spit out in a little short animated movie i mean those they don't feel as inspired like something like this like castlevania it feels inspired you can tell people love the fucking game that made this like it it comes through as opposed to like something like Dante's Inferno or You just wouldn't understand, or, dude. You wouldn't understand what yeah. goes on through his dark, twisted mind, man. <laughs> it's too much for me. I can't handle it. No. Yeah. So then it is so far it's cranking up to be probably one of the best adaptations. But I mean I'm gonna give a shout out to Street Fighter the animated movie. I'm gonna give a shout out to Street Fighter 2 Victory, best anime series ever. Also the Fatal Fury anime films. Uh, those are all really dope. Cyberpunk. Um, Cyberpunk anime also super good, but, cool. but but the cyberpunk but, anime again is yeah, it's not exactly it's a new story, but like a new story and like a prequel, in yeah, a sense, right? To yeah, like he was just shouting out, I wasn't, yeah, for sure, yeah, 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 we're just shouting out some game stuff. Um, <laughs> cyberpunk was and really then cool. and then that shout out to the game stuff that nobody watched, like that shitty Witcher one, Dragon's Dogma, <laughs> Dragon's Dogma, <laughs> Dota, anime's made after dope, ad- yeah, Dota, anime's made after amazing games that just what for about, some reason no one cares. Wait, which one wasn't good for Witcher? Didn't but, didn't, the, didn't you say there was the blood one that was wasn't even about Geralt? Oh, the show, the show, yeah, 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 actually, yeah. the anime actually, was good. The little, you know what I heard was pretty cool. good. That's no, I, uh, know. I don't know how good of an adaption it is. Maybe I think y'all might have watched it, right? I think it's Arcane. Oh yeah, oh, dude. terrific! Tass, yeah, oh, yeah I didn't see that. Yeah, so but they're that, cheating. Uh, Everything they do is fucking awesome. Like these fucking assholes <laughs> are about to jump into the FGC and drop like the dopest game that everyone's gonna play. Like, yeah. they everything they do is fucking gold. 
Yeah, yes, I don't great. know. I didn't watch. I didn't actually watch that show yet, so that actually might be better so than good. what Castlevania is, as far as. It, I, but I don't know how good of an adaption it is. Well, to, I it, there's not. So that's the problem. There's not really like, there is lore. There's deep, like crazy lore in League, but it's not like they took the story of the game and made it. You know what I mean? Because the game doesn't really have a story. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, yeah. I would yeah. say Castlevania still is more directly adapting some source material. Mm-hmm. Fuck yeah, dude. Uh, next, somebody uh, about Castlevania said to me, Jesse said, watch, Jesse said in Twitch that he was going to skip Castlevania and just watch Nocturne. Don't do that. You have to watch it in order. Uh, cool. Yeah, I decided to watch it in order. Also, my name is does not have an I or a Y in it. <laughs> my name with a Y. I say it all the time. I love you, though. I'm very sorry. I'm just being a, a prick. Um... Also, who the fuck are you, man? Because if you're watching the Twitch, say hello. Because we usually just have the same few friends. So if we have any newbies lurking around the Twitch, say hi to us. Because we're lonely. We need friends. Um. So what else do we got? We have Senya, Mother Russia, messaged in. And she said, let's get y'all to rank all of the Zack Snyder films. <laughs> so... We're going to go ahead and uh, next episode, we will be watching every Zack Snyder film three times. We're going to review every movie three times. Oh, that sounds like a good By idea. By the power of three times three, make them see, make them see. Yeah. I mean, honestly, it's like if you're going to rank his films, I think you have to like top tier starts. Oh, God, I didn't think I didn't mean we're really going to do And it. then it just you'll see it constantly get worse. Oh, I'm not really doing yeah. it. I'm just, oh, yeah. <laughs> what I'm saying is like you, you, you'd have to start at the beginning of his career and that's going to be the top shit. Yeah. And then not the man. further down the career he goes, the worse shit becomes. <laughs> it actually the, does the, kind of go down exactly in reverse order from his releases for me. <laughs> <laughs> nah, man, you're wrong, dog. Because the top five Zack, the, the five top five Zack Snyder films are Sucker Punch, Punch, Sucker Punch, Sucker Punch, Sucker Punch, Sucker Punch. Yeah, dude. Oh, and uh, yeah. BBS has got to be number five. Like you got Sucker yeah. Punch four times. No, BBS yeah, right there, number five. I stand for Fuck Zack Snyder, but it's on a chair while I wrap a fucking electrical cable around my neck and jump off a goddamn cliff. Uh, fuck yeah, dude. Um, and someone, we have two more. Someone says, pending the finale, is Ahsoka the best Star Wars show we have gotten? Mando season Ooh. one and two are pretty good. Andor but is Andor's um, like is top tier. <laughs> number one for me. Is Andor so Andor's good? Because I remember seeing the, the like the previews for it, and Look, I thought man, visually I just, it was cool. I, I just love that little drama, you know. I'm like mm-hmm. a I'm like a desperate housewife, you know. I love <laughs> a little bit. Andor is very dramatic. Uh, what's his name? Yeah. Uh, the guy who played uh, the the bodysuit. Uh, the guy uh, oh. for Lord Lord of the Rings. Uh, oh uh, shit. Anyways, Andy Samberg, Circus, Andy Circus, Andy Circus. What makes Andor so great for me is his uh, his character arc. Like uh, like when he decides to kind of revolt. Like you see you see him. You see the thought process. Like you in his face. You see the wheels turning, and it's just that's what. It's the best acting that Star Wars has in the franchise. That I I will confidently say. That's what I was thinking it looked like. Like it looked I was kind of thinking of watching it because 
it doesn't look like it's a bunch of cartwheels and karate. It looks it's like not. it was more like an actual like show. And I was like, so the fact that you're saying it's got the best acting in it, it's like, oh, cool. Because if like, I like the world of Star Wars, but I'm just so annoyed at like the kind of like the toy box flippy karate jedi stuff like that stuff doesn't like make me excited anymore but i do like the world and the visuals and the sound stuff so maybe i'll give the and or a try just you know maybe i won't watch all of it but maybe i'll like a little bit of it because it's uh, um yeah it's longer than the other shows and it's it's it is a different pace um because we've been you know getting mando and you know flippy's favor fighting and stuff um so be do be prepared that it is like you know drama and spy and espionage and setting up and yeah build up okay. and it it's yeah it's really good though i we absolutely love it i uh yeah i mean depending the i don't know how it's gonna end but uh, andori is really really great <laughs> <laughs> i might you. i think i have to agree with nate i i think andor was just so like unique and so like you said the acting was terrific there's some actual like drama and suspense to it besides just flippy light sabers and shit fuck yeah dude all right we have one last one here it says what is your go-to weapon in a souls like game unga motherfucking bunga baby uh so aaron means giant club or big heavy weapon Giant sword, usually. Giant sword. I usually, I mean, I want to be cool and unique, but I usually end up using a one-handed sword. So, like, a, like a pretty strong one-handed sword and a shield, along with some light. Like, I usually always have a fireball or a couple magic spells. So, I like battle mage. So, a one-handed sword and some magic spells. I already know my boy James. He's got them katanas. Oh, that's Yeah, true. I'm like, basically 100% katana. Unless I'm telling you a scythe, like when I got the scythe in three, I was in love with it. Fuck yeah! Mm. Oh, you already know mine. You love me a scythe. Yeah, your fist weapon, baby. I said it enough. Cestus, Cestus, how the fuck? Cestus, you fucking degenerate. Sometimes even my bare fist, you know. Who knows? Yeah. Oh, I like to use the incestus. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Nate, what's your go-to weapon in a Souls game? You definitely played them. Asbestos? Asbestos. (laughs) You give them cancer after like five years. (laughs) (laughs) After they get cancer, they just start putting people in the game. Yeah, so I'm basically, you logged the most hours in yeah. uh, <laughs> Dark Souls waiting for him to die. <laughs> Playing the long game, baby. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah. So yeah, that's, that's our weapons. We did it. Uh, I think we did it. Yeah, I think we did it. Uh, Seth, it's always a pleasure having you on. Everyone should go hey. listen to Who's Next Gaming. Fuck yeah, dude. You know where to reach us. Nerds. I'll listen to it while it lasts. I mean, I it, we may not be coming uh, back at the end of this year, so I'm still no not... doom and gloom. It's all good. It's uh, it'll still be there to listen oh, to. It's I've announced it already on my podcast that we're okay. looking to shut it down. So I mean, I'll oh, say shit. It. Like I mean, uh, I'm still going to be open for guests, and I still might Twitch stream still a bit. And yeah, stuff. but I mean, it's just been. It's been a little more difficult trying to get guests, and I thought about just doing some stuff on my own, but I don't know how much I like just fucking pontificating <laughs> by myself in the microphone. Oh, just Bill Burn it? 
Yeah, I've, I've done it before. I, I, there's a few episodes in the backlog of my podcast where it is just me for an hour and a half going at it like that. And uh, I don't know. Maybe it's okay. Maybe it's not. But I tried. Um, I just don't know if I like that. Um, yeah. So I don't know. I mean, I'd definitely be open for guesting and whatever else, you know, might come. I just, um, I mean, Kev has always been down. So he's been the solid one. But like everybody else, it's just been difficult to do. And even with Kev, I think there's some things changing with him as well to where, I don't know. I, I just, I, I'm not, I'm really debating what I wanted to do with it. So it may not be there anymore. You're more than welcome to listen as long as, you, as, long as it's there, you know? Um, so, but yeah. But who's wow. not? Okay, dude. Yeah. Nerds has, I mean, man. I can't believe another one's another of our favorite friends is trying to hang it up while we're still out here talking I, about sucking and uh, fucking each other. Yeah, dude, I, we're never we're not going anywhere. I talk too much to like I don't know. There's part of me that still will want to do I think something. Yeah, for I, sure. I just I don't know what that is, and I recently got a different job position where I'll be doing more traveling, but. I don't know if I'm actually going to be doing that much more than what I thought it might be when I took it. Sounds like it might not be as bad. So I, I don't know, man, but it's, um, yeah, we'll see. Well, we okay. don't want to see it happen. So figure yeah, it man. out. And there's always, you know, you're always welcome to come over here and talk shit with us. Uh, oh, yeah, just anytime, drop me an invite, you know? Yeah, man. So you guys know where to contact us. Send us nice emails at nerds, the podcast at gmail.com. Follow us on Instagram, Nerd Podcast. It's the easiest way to contact us and where you can interact and send your questions. Uh, Link Tree, Nerds the Podcast. Jimmy, tell them where they can listen to your rock and roll podcast. Uh, so my podcast is Rock with Hop, H-O-P-P. Uh, just, what would it be? It'd be a B-Sides episode coming out for R.E.M. And then I just recorded another, a... Um, Led Zeppelin episode. I first time I had a guest say a band that uh, I've already done an episode for, so it'd be interesting to uh, get the opinions on another or that same band. But nice, yeah, hell yeah, Fuck brother. Yeah, Nathan, where can I see your f- fun movie stuff? Nathan's camera. Fuck uh, yeah, dude. You can see Welcome to Tate's on the Going Nowhere Show YouTube channel. Oh yeah, yeah. If yeah, you haven't watched Welcome to watch Tate's, go watch I still that. Want to, yeah, I need to do that. It's fun. It's a fun I mean, show. You don't need to, but no, no I do. I that's, do. <laughs> that's where I've the, been there now. I have to. Yeah, he got like, to visit it. So it, you know. Yep. Yeah. Next time we go, we're gonna jump Tate's ass. <laughs> no, no, no! Don't say anything like that. Don't say anything like that. That he man is a legend in our community. Anymore, yeah, but one of his lackeys might, dude. Like, I'll jump their ass too, bro. We can nah, dude. all of them can catch his hands. I'm not bro. trying to get banned from like one of the best comic book stores in the fucking world. <laughs> I was there. I was there. Even though I'm not gonna lie, weekend. I hate those motherfuckers. <laughs> no, I was there this weekend. It's a great, still oh, it's, a beautiful store. It's an incredible place. Yeah. Yeah. Different, different staff, but you know, it's it's a great place to to go if you're a geek. I'm just, it really is. I just it was incredible. <laughs> I just wanted to do another season, and we weren't allowed to, so I'm, I'm just butthurt. That's all. Just a little salty. Just yeah. a little salty. Just the long term plan 
is uh, once we once I get rich we from uh, exactly from one of the, one of these crappy movies that we're gonna make Saw yep. Seventeen. <laughs> <laughs> one of them crank Gordon checks is gonna clear. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, dude! Don't get me started on that motherfucker. My last job forced me to watch those fucking. Oh, no. I saw your edits. I think I don't know. I had to watch like like fucking hours of his shit because like my old job your old boss drank the Kool-Aid hard on for Crank Cardone. They were like, everybody should should watch this and see all the information he's gonna give. And they would like, they would like watch and check, and they'd be like, "Hey, have you watched that Grant Cardone video yet?" I'm like, fuck. So I would just play it while I was driving and just fucking, because <laughs> like, dude, that guy is a fucking prick. Like, at least how he comes across with the information he's giving, I am not a fan. It's not giving. A... <laughs> yep. Yeah. It's giving. Well, I don't trust this guy. Once we're able to buy it. It's such an easy switch from Tate's to Nate's, dude. We just change one letter. Oh, that's nice. true. We can save yeah. money on the sign. <laughs> and then we draw like your face over all his face on everything. Yeah. Fuck Super you, Super easy. He's going to love it. Fuck he's yeah, dude. Really gonna uh, he's going to like the way you look on his face. Uh Fuck yeah, dudes. But I think we did it. Uh, it's been another week. Join us next week for The Exorcist. Uh, hopefully I don't get sick from the, the fucking water they spray on me in the 4DX. <laughs> <Ew>. <laughs> I just feel like I'm going to get the flu. Uh, but yeah, so that should be fun. And maybe Assassin's Creed. I really hope not, but probably. Um, <laughs> or my first impressions of Ly- Lies of P. I don't know. Uh, oh, yeah. Fuck yeah, guys! We did it, everybody. I love everyone. <laughs> we love. Take care you. of your. <laughs> take care of yourselves, guys. See you later. Bye. 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 Oh shit.